From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! And welcome to Kim and Kat. Stay alive, maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. And this week, my friend, my co-host, Lauren Ketran Porter Martin, is going to try to stay alive. And my friend, my bestest friend, my co-host, Kimberly Aaron Marie Maleficent Jesus Burns Esquire the First, <laughs> is going to tell me a tale. That's me. That's you. How's it going? It's going. Um, we had crazy fucking earthquakes here last <sighs> night. Like I like lost a lot of sleep. Yeah, it um, was uh, ter- terrifying. It was terrifying. <laughs> it was. So are you in general, Kim, are you an earthquake feeler? Uh, have, I, have I felt them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not an earthquake fan. How have you not felt them in the entire time we've lived in LA? Well, as I I've I've felt I felt one earthquake the first year I moved here that happened in the middle of the day while I was on a shift at a store and I thought I was passing out because it was just like my equilibrium and they were like, No, that's an earthquake. I was like, Oh, I'm new to earthquakes. Cool, I get it now. Haven't felt one since then. That's bonkers to me. 
Yeah. Actually, no, that's not true. I felt one like uh, two years ago or something. But no, normally people are like an earthquake and I, I haven't felt it. Because there so. was one, especially last year, because I remember I was in Long Beach, like on a date and it was the earthquake was like up here. Like it was like far away and we felt it like really strongly. Like it was like it felt like because it was so far, though, it felt like we were like in water. Like it was like yeah. wavy as compared to like shaking. I think that now that you're reminding me, that is one that I that I felt. And they, Eric they and I big. like and Eric and I like when, you know, like we're like, where are the cats? Like <laughs> that was pretty big. But yeah, in general, I'm just not. But this one woke me the fuck up. Woke me the fuck up. Uh, it was like 430 in the morning. Um, yeah, it was really strong. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I like, yeah. especially in the middle night, I like, don't know what to do. Like, I'm just like one time when Steph Ma and I lived together, one woke us up in Santa Monica and we both just like met in the hallway being like, was that an earthquake? <laughs> earthquake? Earthquake. Right. That was an earthquake. <laughs> That's like such an adorable little Southern California sitcom that you just described to me. That's so cute. I love that. But um, like last night, also like they were like eight miles from my house, the the ones last night. So they're super fucking close to me. So like, where were they in relation to me, or where where were they? Where did they originate? By like Stillmar and Pacoya. Oh, interesting. Which is like just directly north of me. So um, yeah, yeah, they were super close. So then I felt aftershocks too. And then there's like, I don't know if you follow like L.A earthquake bot or whatever on Twitter you not until this morning when you sent it yeah and now I follow them um so they it's like a computer it's a bot so it just like does it like as it's happening so then when you're watching like it was just like every 30 seconds there was like another little one and I was like ah that's so scary (laughs) I know so then I was awake for like an hour and then finally started to fall back asleep and then there was another big one at like oh 6 30 6 45 and then that woke me up again and then there was like more after shocks and stuff oh my gosh well the the one good thing that so we obviously like you know we have like an earthquake backpack or whatever and like crates for the for the kids and stuff but I was like if there's an earthquake like I don't have a means of like attaching my cats to anything other than holding them in my arms so like I was like that's a concern so just yesterday Hatter got like a little harness like I got him a little harness to like put a leash on oh cute but but I this was just yesterday I put it on him stood him up and he just flopped over like just refused to move in utter protest and we like put him on the ground and he just flopped and we were like, I can mean, you move your muscles? That's kind and of he was what like, you I need, though. You put it on him, <laughs> and then you're like, you're mine. I'm, I'm taking that's, you now. That's very true. That's very true. So we did exactly what I needed. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just in case anyone is new to our podcast, when Ketrin says kids, she means her cats. She's not putting children, human <laughs> children, into crates. Just to clear that up for anyone. You know what? That was smart. Thank you. Uh, we are very against did- that. Yeah, because I did just talk about putting children in crates. No, uh, cats. We yep. are strongly opposed that on yep. every everywhere you can go, <laughs> especially on borders and things exactly. like that. Just not just opposed. Know. Not opposed, however, to putting children on leashes. I was on a leash and I loved it. <laughs> you loved it. I loved. I feel it. like I probably was at one point too. I think so. Me, 
my cousin, my brother. It kind of like gives you leashes. freedom without anyone having to worry, kind of. It's like freedom but safety. 100%. I don't know why parents are now all like children's rights for no leashes. <laughs> I was like, no, leashes are the best thing that ever happened to children and the best thing that ever happened to parents. Yeah, I think so. it's a win-win. I, I guess I'm... I haven't thought much about my my stance on that, but my mm-hmm. immediate reaction is I'm for it. But and I haven't done the research. They're even, they're even better now because we when we had them, they were just like a little thing around your wrist. But now they have cute little like bat harnesses. They have cat harnesses yeah, yeah, for yeah. children. Yeah, they do actually have like yeah, like little monkey backpacks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'll have one. I'll put my husband in one. That'll be great. I'm sure he'd love that. (laughs) (laughs) No, we would both be in one. We'd just be attached to each other. No one would be leading. We would both be, you know, just attached at the back so that we never went too far from each other. I'm sure he'd love that. (laughs) I'll check with him tonight. Uh, Uh, I guess I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it because... The weeks have felt like years recently, so I can't mm-hmm. say where I'll be next week. So I feel like I'll just talk about it now. Go ahead. Take it away, Bernadette. Every week, it feels like so much is happening now that I'm just like, <sighs> um, so E, my guy I've been talking to for a long time, we decided to call it quits last night, but I feel like it was a amicable, fine ending, and it's mostly just because we're not capable of meeting each other's needs. Yep. And it is what it is. And we're friends. And he gave me a great tattoo. And I'm more than anything, I'm like super grateful for like, like we started talking the first week of quarantine. So like we spent like a very specific moment in time together, like a very yeah. specific four or five months. So um, I'm just really grateful for that. Like I'm really grateful I had him. And my friend Tom texted me when I told him, he's like, he's like, I think that's a really healthy way to look at it. To be honest, he's like, one, you didn't have to deal with it all alone. And two, yep. you kind of passed the universe test and stuck up for what you wanted. And I was like, I did pass the universe test. With an A++ star sticker you passed. I got learned a lot. I got to like say what I feel and what I need and stand up for that. And then, you know, sometimes it just... People can't be what you need. Yeah, your lives are very, very different. And it's kind of what dating is for is to figure that out. Yes. Yes. You weren't particularly (laughs) attachment triggered during this, you know, here and there I was, but I dealt with it and I was aware of it. But for the most part, yeah, I feel like that's why I'm not like having a mental breakdown right now or crying on the podcast again because I'm like just dealing with it in like a healthy way. I was like, wow, is this what? secure attachment style people do I don't feel like they've lost a limb when they break up with someone I think so yeah I think I think so I mean I mean like you're sad you're like that's a bummer but sad a bummer bummer that's a good word yeah that's a good word and like again it just happened last night so it'll probably be like the loss of us talking as much might probably hit me more than anything in the next week or so but um I don't know. I feel like like we can still like chat about normal shit and stuff. I mean, ironically, Tom, my friend Tom that I just talked about, like we met on Bumble, like we dated. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. I actually have quite a few 
some of my best guy friends are people that I met on dating apps, ironically. So yeah, Tom doesn't even totally. live in this state anymore. We're still tight. So Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that he doesn't live in the state uh, anymore. So yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. And um, I don't know if I said this, but he gave me my tattoo and I love it. And it is I'm what really, it is. I'm weirdly, I said this this morning, I'm weirdly like happy for you, which is like a weird thing to say after someone like breaks up with someone. But like, I don't know. I feel like it was like kind of a mile, a milestone that you needed to get over where it's I like, agree. you know, oh, my life didn't come to a abrupt halt and I'm not dead after. A yeah. Breakup, so yeah, totally. Which is good for me to experience. And then it's just a step towards finding my right person. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do I have anything? I don't feel like I have anything that happened to me this week <laughs> at all. Like, I don't know I what, is like what did I do what did I do this week I don't know I guess maybe I did have a fugue state maybe this week was the week I had a fugue state <laughs> when you lost and time. I just I just lost time I just completely lost time um I've been taking a lot of walks and finding new beautiful streets to walk down and uh manifesting my walks have become my vision board of houses I want to live in so Nice. That that was my week. Love it. Taking walks. Yay. So Kim, you know how you really want the taste of hot sauce, but you're a big, huge, giant wuss? <laughs> I do. I found a hot sauce you for did. you. You did? What is it? El Yucateco hot sauce. It is called a hot sauce for everyone. Ooh. Even Kim. Here's why you can handle it. So they focus on flavor, not heat. And also it's non-vinegar based, which you're also a wuss about. <laughs> This is made for me. They use the whole fruit of the pepper, non-vinegar base, and then they also don't use the capsaicin extract, which is the thing that burns your mouth off. They have five different habanero-based sauces. You can do the jalapeno, that's the least hot. Then it goes to chipotle, then red, then Caribbean, then green, then black, then triple X hot, baby. That's for you because you like to sweat while you eat. I do. I do really like to sweat while I'm eating. So yeah, give it a shot. Cool. I guess I'll go to www.shopelucateco.com. That's shop, E-L-Y-U-C-A-T-E-C-O.com. Hashtag king of flavor. Go try the hot sauce for everyone, even Kim. Do you want to hear about a movie? I do. Okay. Oh, China Hole's out. Oh, tits up. My my koozie. Mm. I didn't see it. What is it? Oh, good vibes. I'm like, cute. Was that for Travis's from birthday? One of Travis's birthdays, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that won't be happening this year. Oh, nope. Well. Cool. I wonder if we're going to get to call 2021 just 2020 since like we didn't get to have 2020. Like, can we just call 2021 2020? No. Just be like 2020 is tainted and the devil. I'm oh, that's ready true. for 2020 to be gone. That's true. Maybe. So, so in actuality, we should just 
in any timeline that we write down. It's just 2019, 2021. It's like how some apartment buildings like skip uh, the 13th floor or like hotels. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I do. I do feel bad for like kids that are born in 2020, though, because like it's going to their it, their parents are going to have like PTSD every time their birthday <laughs> yeah. comes along. That's how I felt <laughs> last night, like in the middle of the night alone and scared from the earthquake. I was like, 2020, like <laughs> if this is the quote unquote big one, that's like, oh my God, I, 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 uh, I can't, I cannot, I cannot it's just, 2020. It's just, I thought that too. I was like, wouldn't it just, no, I can't even, I'm not even going to say it out loud. I just don't even want to say it out loud. I'm also, but yes. Unprepared. I should probably get one of those packs or whatever that you have. Yeah, they have them at they have them at Home Depot in a very prominent display right now that I feel like is very much like 2020. <laughs> you might want to have an earthquake backpack. <laughs> like it's very prominently displayed. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Let's like, just uh. be real. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can go get one. It's just a cute little red backpack. Just all ready to go for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell me a movie. I don't know the clue. I looked at the clue today. I have no (laughs) fucking idea. I'm excited. This is a lovely movie from 1988 called Child's Play. (gasps) Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I know about this little dick. All right. Here we go. (laughs) I'm very excited. Okay. Dead or Alive. Mom. Did you say mom? Mom. Okay. Um, dead. Andy. Uh, alive. Mike slash Jerry. Um, d- well, uh, dead? <laughs> I just couldn't figure out why you would have Mike slash Jerry, so I was very confused. Mustache. Oh, dead. Charles Lee Ray. Alive. Eddie Caputo. Eddie Caputo. What a great name. Right? Alive. Alive. Isn't Caputo from something else? Someone's name is Caputo in something. It does sound familiar. Sammy's? Tell Tell us us whose last name is Caputo. Who are we Mr. Caputo. Mr. Caputo. Is in, he's the a mustache. Mr. Caputo. And he, Mr. Caputo. He has, um, fuck. He wears because a now suit I'm and a mustache. Uh, I can see his face. What is he in? Oh, fuck. God damn it. Oh, this, no. Mr. Caputo. Eric's door is closed. He's a mustache. If only, there, if only there was some way to figure it out. If only we had some means of like... <laughs> Some sort of, but it's like right on the tip of my brain. Fuck Caputo. It's like high schoolers or something that are talking to Mr. Caputo. Is it? Is it Breakfast Club? No, it's current or like within the past ten years or something. Oh, I have no idea. I think I was thinking it was like an eighties movie. No, 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 it's not eighties. Okay. Oh God damn it! I'll I'll remember halfway through. Okay. Uh, John. Yeah, I'm not gonna look it up. It's not fun if I don't look it. If I look it up. Okay, keep going. John. Dead. Uh, Maggie. Alive. Dr. Ardmore. Alive. 
was that a was that a Kim score? It was it was it was a it was a it was an old school Kimburn score. Wow, like, shit! Like really bad. Wow, like, I'm maybe you, your worst ever. Wow, I'm telling you, like uh, episodes 101 to 200, I'm gonna be the can't do dead or alive's person. This is not your moment. Yeah. All right. Here we go, Mr. Caputo. Is it that 70s show? It's something mm. like that. Something along those lines, Mr. I might have to look it up. It's it's bothering me too much. Okay, look it up. But should I look it up right now? Okay. Yeah. Because I want to eat some cherries while you look it up. You guys, cherries. I'm telling you, if you are in Southern California right now, get yourself to the store and buy some cherries. Yes? Orange is the new black. Oh! Mustache. Orange is the new uh-huh. black. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we did that because I was on the principal trajectory, not the. Um, He's like the principal board. of the, of the of the prison. He is the principal of the school prison. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we start <laughs> with a dark alley, and someone is someone's being chased, and then we see a police car on the side of the road. And we hear someone kind of be like, I got the strangler at so-and-so Van Buren streets, cross streets. And then they turn their sirens on. We're back to the guy. He's running with a gun. And then he turns behind him and fires at one Mr. Jerry Dandridge. (gasps) No! Uh, What's up, buddy? In a lovely sweater that you would expect him to be in. With yes. like a overcoat, you know, like a, like a textured white cream colored sweater. Ooh, you know how oh, he yeah, loves I a good sweater. It. Oh, a, he loves a good sweater. Loves a good sweater. Ooh, and I bet. And you know what? A good sweater loves him. Uh, ain't that the truth? Yeah. I just never thought I'd be attracted to Prince Humperdinck, but here we are. <laughs> I don't think of him as that. I don't have a strong memory of uh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah. It never, like, implanted in my heart. As you wish. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's only Jerry Dandridge to me. Do you know that? So his name is Chris Sarandon. Yeah. Do you know that he was married to Susan Sarandon? But, like, no. in college or something like that, or, like, right out of college, they, like, went to college, I think, and then got married. And so her married name is Susan Sarandon. And she just, like, kept it as her stage name. I had no fucking idea that at interesting? all. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah. And then they both married like a couple times since then, I think. Wow. <clears throat> all right. So I like, mean, yeah, like her, it's just weird that her iconic yeah. name is just like his last name that she married and kept. Because I actually like looked it up one time and I was like, oh, no relation to Susan Sarandon. Like, because I was just looking like, are they brother and sister or something That's what like I was that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Well, great, great All research right. job, Ketrin. <laughs> yeah, well. They're like, I looked yeah. it up one time and found nothing. <laughs> I, it, well, here, here's the thing. I, I didn't try very hard. Me neither. Just yeah. <laughs> a, a quick Google. You know what? You can fuck right off. 
as you Fuck wish. right off, as you wish. All right, let's go. So <laughs> Jerry fires back at him. They both miss each other. There's more okay. gunfire. Pow, 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 pow. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. Um, Jerry ends up hitting the criminal guy in the leg. And he runs around a corner to like a street. And there's a van waiting there with a guy in it. But that police car is now coming behind them with sirens on. So the guy in the van is like, shit. So clearly he's like his criminal partner that was like waiting to pick him up. And then the cops are coming. So his partner's like, goodbye. See ya. Pieces out on him. So now, um, like the criminal is like now limping because he got shot in the leg and he's like chasing after the van. And he's like, Eddie, Eddie, yelling after the van. Um, But the police car goes by and starts chasing the van. So now our criminal friend is like, hiding in like the doorway of a big toy store pretty much okay um you know how it's like just a little space yeah in the building so he's like in there and so jerry's like around the corner and they're both kind of like hiding from each other and jerry's like give it up ray it's over so our criminal friend's name is ray he ends up breaking into this toy store and like the alarm bell goes off so jerry goes in now like with his gun drawn like looking around and we see a large pile of yellow boxes called good guy dolls. Good guy dolls. Okay. And they all look Makes exactly the same. Makes me think of the my buddy. It's Do you remember my buddy? Just like my buddy. Yes. My buddy. My, my buddy. My buddy and me. Kid sister. Kid sister. Kid sister. Wherever I go, she goes. I really wanted one. Me too. I really wanted a kid sister. Me neither. Wow. Now we're in therapy. Look at us. (laughs) Imagine what our lives could have been if we had gotten kid sister sister. dolls. Or even my buddy. Just one of them. Just give me one. Yeah. My cousin had a, I guess it wasn't my buddy doll. It must have been, but it looked, I don't know. He had a doll that looked exactly like Chucky and he called him Gus. It was like his favorite doll that he would bring around everywhere. And I was always like, ah, like we'd have sleepovers and he'd bring Gus and I'd be like, oh God, don't, (laughs) that's too, but you just brought a murder doll. Okay. (laughs) So we see the pile of good guy dolls and then title card child's play. So criminal Ray is like hiding around and shoots at Jerry Jerry shoots back and ends up hitting him kind of like in the chest. Oh, shit. And he like falls back. And now Jerry kind of like has to go look around to like go find the spot that he fell. When he gets there, Ray's not there. There's just like a pile of blood. So he follows the blood. And then like um, we now see Ray who's hurt and like stumbling around. And he's like, I'm dying. And he, like, yells through the toy store. He's like, I'm going to get you for this. I'm going to get you, and I'm going to get Eddie no matter what. Fucking Uh pissed. And Ray is, like, stumbling around, and he's like, I got to find somebody. I got to find somebody. I got to find somebody. And then he ends up kind of, like, stumbling into the pile of good guy dolls. Jerry now, like, hears the crash from over where he is. And, um... Ray looks at the dolls and he pulls one out and then Jerry from where he is starts to hear chanting 
and then the, we start to have like lots of thunder and like lightning kind of above like a big like storm a brewing and okay. ray is now holding one of the dolls and just chanting over it like chanting like and it's like Who thunder and lightning ray? and then he's getting louder and more thunder and lightning and louder and then lightning strikes down through the store and it's an explosion the fucking oh windows bust out the front, like things catch on fire. It's destruction everywhere. Jerry ends up getting up. He's okay. He looks around God. and finds Ray's dead body. Okay. And then the camera does a close up on the doll's face. Oh no! He's a criminal witch! He is a criminal witch. Now we have um a little happy birthday sign in like an apartment and some a couple like two like wraps gifted wraps gifted gift wraps stood up. I I don't you know two I mean. gifts that are wrapped up. Yes. Got it? Okay, got it. <laughs> the TV's playing <laughs> and it's the good guy show. Like I guess it's like a cartoon basically. Oh and okay. This cute little kid. Like adorable. Hooking little boy is watching and he's like, I already saw this one. And he's literally wearing a full outfit that is exactly what they wear. Like the striped shirt with overalls. Oh. Um, but it's like a one piece situation and like little footsies with it and stuff. Like it's the whole kit and caboodle. Shebang. Oh, that's really <laughs> cute. And, um, so then he goes into the kitchen and he climbs on a chair and starts putting toast in the toaster. And then he goes and makes some cereal, which is good guy cereal. Like, he's oh, obsessed. Oh, gosh. Wow. He's obsessed. Little kids, like, in a kitchen trying to, like, do things is my kryptonite. I think it's so cute. When you they're, think it's like, cute? trying to make. Oh. I think it's so cute. <laughs> I'm going to show you this entire scene. It's very adorable. Oh, my God. Because so like, they, like, can't hold can't things do it. right. Yeah. So they're, like, he like pours in so milk cute. and it overflows and he oh, has a couple God. orange juice. And then like then on the TV, we start hearing that like it's like brand new. You can have a good guy doll of your own. Oh, and they're like, it's like basically a little commercial for it. And it's like they say three different sentences. They turn their heads and blink their eyes. And so it's like someone talking to one and he's like, hi, I'm Oscar. And I'm your friend till the end. So they Aww. like each have their own personalized name pretty much. Oh, cute. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're all different. Oh, cute. Yeah. You know what I just was reminded of in like a very scary way? What I did not want what? was Teddy Ruxpin. Really? You were scared of Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. I, I, I remember like just not wanting one. But then now looking back on it, it like really creeps me out. <laughs> I think there was just something like very not warm about his eyes. Like they were very like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I didn't like it. They're dead inside. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I, just I had one of those either. Um, someone I knew had one, though. So I kind of got to play with it a little bit. But yeah, I guess I didn't have any cool toys. What did I have? Jeez. I had my mom's old Barbies. I had my mom's I had, old Barbies too. Yeah. Oh, and I had New Kids on the Block dolls. 
Oh, uh, I was super that. into those. And then I would make my new kids on the block dolls have sex with my cousin's Barbies. Oh, I would make my brother's like He-Man dolls have sex with my, my Barbies. Ooh, He-Man. Okay. He-Man and all those kind of, like we had a lot of like boys and girls toys. So right, right, right. I had a cabbage patch. I feel like she was one of my favorites. I had a cabbage patch too. I did have a cabbage patch. Oh, and I had uh, lots of Disney princess dolls, like Ariel dolls, oh, Jasmine dolls. I also had Lady Lovely Locks dolls. Do you remember Lady Lovely Locks? Mm-mm. I was I was really into Lady Lovely Locks. I don't even know what that is. It was a cartoon that came on at 6 a.m., and I like to watch oh. it. I have never been an early riser. Six, I was never that child that woke yeah. up at 6 a.m. and watched cartoons. My brother I, yeah, would be I, down there for like four hours by the time I'd get down there. That's so fun. Yeah, I don't know why I was up at 6 a.m., but I was super into Lady Lovely Locks. So, yeah. A yeah. lot of kids are like that. I was always just like, I'm asleep, bitch. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> so they each have their own name. Um, and our little boy, his name's Andy, is very excited about this idea of getting a good guy doll. Um, but now he realizes that his toast is burning. So of he gets the toast. It's like literally black little oh. pieces of black squares. And then just like scoops a glob of like margarine out and like just plops it on top. Like doesn't even mix it in and puts it all on a tray. And then like starts to carry it down the hallway. And he walks by like the living room and sees the presents. And one of them like is big and wrapped like a big box. Uh-oh. And he just that's has a, pretty exciting. Uh-huh, and a little smile to himself. Just a little like, wonder what that might be. <laughs> so now he goes into his mom's bedroom and he's like, mommy, mommy, wake up. And he like puts the tray down and like jumps on her. And he's like, literally like, wake up, wake up, wake up. But I was like, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> and she's like, Andy, what time is it? Oh, God, it's 6.30 in the morning. Oh, God, hi. Good morning. And he's, like, opening the curtains, being like, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> I'm like, this fucking asshole. She's like, okay, birthday boy. Oh, And he's cute. like, I brought you breakfast in bed, and it's very cute. Oh. Um, I actually really like burnt toast. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just kind of has like a, I don't know. My mom likes it too. Put some peanut butter on it. It's got a real crunch to it. I like it. I don't know. It's good. I'm I'm rechecking our friendship. <laughs> I'm not sure no. about this anymore. No, please. I won't make you eat burnt toast. I just, I just don't like, like it a little burnt. The taste of burnt things. My. <sighs> I don't know why this is, but my mom really likes burnt toast too. And I remember her being like, always, like whenever I'd be like, mom, your toast is burnt. She'd be like, it's good for the breath. And she was like, charcoal's good for your breath. What? I don't know. So maybe I don't like burnt I toast. Maybe I just have just it ingrained. Bad at cooking toast and made excuses. <laughs> so you didn't, so you just ate it. She what? She is a horrible cook. I mean, truly truly a terrible cook and she wouldn't disagree with me saying that so yeah maybe I've been lied to maybe I don't like burnt toast I mean have you tried not burnt toast it's pretty great oh yeah I've 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 had all colors of toast yeah pretty great I just highly recommend it (laughs) okay so where are we okay it's his birthday he's turning six 
she's like, oh, I have to give you your B-Day tummy gummy. And like, on his like belly. They're very cute. And then he's like, can we open presents now? And she's like, yeah. That was a good kid voice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, hopefully I'll be good by the end since I, this is a whole movie of him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I'm just trying to be like you. Oh, well, you, you just can't, gotta keep practicing. Oh, well, way to show me up. Thanks. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, presents. <laughs> sorry. So sorry. <laughs> so they <laughs> go to um, the living room and on the TV now the news is playing and it's talking about how Charles Lee Ray the Lakeshore Strangler was shot and killed last night at Van Buren and Whistletoe Streets. And so Van Buren and Whistletoe? Mm-hmm. I'd live at Van Buren and Whistletoe. Me too. Me and It sounds and, like a uh, British Martin Van Buren have the same birthday. We go way back. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Me and uh, S- uh Sir Humphrey Whistletoe have the same birthday. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Oh. Wow, me and me, me and good old Humphrey Whistletoe. Humphrey Whistletoe, so <laughs> what year was he born? 1624. Oh, good day, Sir Humphrey. Yep. He lived to a ripe old 103. In 1692, he must have been had black magic. He, he made a did. deal with he, the devil. He was a man witch. A man witch, you say? He was. Wow. Humphrey. No wonder you have the same birthday. Yep. So they go to open presents. And of course, he's excited to open the big box. And he opens it up. It's clothes. That is so fucking rude. That is so fucking rude. And she's like, oh, like you can tell he's disappointed. She's like, you wanted toys, don't you? She's like, here, open this one. So there's like a smaller one and he opens it and it's a, a good guy's tool set, like a little okay, like thing yeah. for him to play with. And he's like, I wanted a good guy to go with it. Oh, uh, yeah, me too, buddy. And she's like, I know, but I like didn't know about them in time to save up for it this month. Oh, poor thing. But also yeah. no kid wants clothes, mom. Yeah. Literally no child wants clothes. Especially at six. No, they don't want them. So. But you could tell these clothes probably didn't even like, like they came from the thrift store or something probably, you know, like she's trying. Yeah, she's trying. Okay. So cut to mom at work. She works like the jewelry counter of like a department store sort of thing. Um, Oh, mom, by the way, is the mom from uh, Seventh Heaven. Remember her? Oh, no shit. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So this is 80s her. Because then her friend comes in, and her friend is Marty from Greece. Marty from Greece. Marty from Greece. Oh, got it. Oh, how fun. Who, okay. like, I recognized her in this from, like, she's in, like, another, like, 90s kind of sitcom, early 90s, late 80s sitcom called Empty Nest. I don't know if you ever watched it, but, like, I've, she has the same hairstyle, I think, so I think that's why I recognized her. Like, I was like, who the fuck is that? I don't know that I've ever even heard of Empty Nest. I guess I was a big fan. I don't remember. Oh, all right. I was watching Princess Bride and New Kids on the Block. And Sir Humphrey Whistletoe. 
a quick interjection. Do you have the Citizen app on your phone? I don't. So I've been following it just because I'm nosy. I have had not one, not two, not three, but four notifications of a man with a machete in my neighborhood. What up, Jason? Hello? Jason, literally, like I, I get like a little notification, and normally it's like you know, uh, you know, accident at whatever. Four notifications of man with a machete assaulted Starbucks manager. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I'm like, is this the same macheted man, or is there a surge of macheted men in my neighborhood? So uh, the reason I was asking is I was like, is this just like a Glendale thing? Right, or... like how far does it go? I should get that app, I guess. Does it just tell you what's going on in your neighborhood? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I kind of like <clears throat> am going to need you to download it so you can tell me if just like machetes are a thing in Southern California. I mean. But like I think four notifications. Not have sex just to be safe. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Uh, or I, I mean, I do have a baseball bat under my bed, so you know how machete men are or bring out the old (sighs) ring. So good. I mean, listen, I can do kid voices, but I can't do a fucking chainsaw to save my life. So don't you ever forget that Bernsey. Don't you ever forget it. So, um, her friend comes in. <laughs> Remember, oh, right. mom? I've, yeah, I forgot where mom we're is more. a friend. She comes Kay. in. She's like the sassy fucking best friend, you know. Okay. And she's like, hey, there's a peddler out back in the alley, and he's selling that doll that you wanted for Andy that's like usually a hundred fucking dollars. $100 in the 80s? That's a lot of fucking money. No wonder he didn't get one it's for his birthday. talking, blinking, head-turning doll. Fuck that. No fucking way, Andy. Your mom's it's right. A, you get clothes. It's the same size as you, Teddy Ruxpin. So she, like, works the whatever counter, and it's clear that, like, her friend, I think, works there, too, but in a different counter or whatever. Um, but she's like, I can't. I can't leave my counter like I'm working. You know what I mean? So question number one, what does she do? What do you do? Okay, let's see. I really, I, I, I wasn't kidding. Like, I get that he wants this toy, but, like, he's going to get sick of it in, like, less than six months. So, I mean, it's a lot of money. He loves good guys. He loves good guys. Um, I don't know. I guess I think she's going to go. She's going to ask her friend to man the counter. Uh, I am not going to get the toy. So she's going to get it. She's going to get it. I'm not going to. Yes. I mean, you're a horrible mom, but... uh for the best this time I I know I just remember like (laughs) wanting a lot of toys and like my parents being like that's too expensive and then I was over it so I just think you know kids are fickle put them (laughs) on a leash 
Let them play with some rocks. They'll be fine. Again, children are not <laughs> cats. <laughs> they are different. Sorry, I keep getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> so they both go into the alley. She ends up getting it for 30 bucks. It's a pretty good price, but still, 30 bucks in 1980, that's not cheap. <laughs> but from 100. I hear you. Also, I'm it's just saying. not 1980. It's 1988. What? Fine. I'm saying it's, I, do you want me to put food on the table or do you want a fucking doll that you're going to be sick of in I a month? I love the good guys, Bob. So you know how much I watch the show. I have the outfit. I have the cereal. I have the tool belt. I love it so much. Listen, I like putting food on the table, you little brat. <laughs> I'm only six. <laughs> Here's some burnt toast. Where's my dad? Good for your breath. Where's my dad? (laughs) I have him on a leash in the backyard. (laughs) So they go back inside and their boss is waiting for them. And he's a real fucking office space. Mm -hmm. What are you doing, boss? A real Dilbert. Real Dilbert. And wait, did they both go? They both went. Yeah. Okay. He's dumb. And uh, basically now he needs mom to work late tonight because somebody else, whatever, is sick. And Maggie's like, I can do it. And he's like, you work in shoes. You can't work the jewelry counter. Um, And basically Maggie, the friend, ends up saying that she'll take care of Andy tonight. So he needs like mom can like leave and then has to come back at seven or something. Okay. So cut to mom and Andy coming home. She's carrying a big package, like, wrapped in brown paper. And she's like, I have a surprise for you. This actually isn't groceries. And then he opens it up, and it's a good guy. Oh, and I bet he's so happy. He's so happy. And he immediately talks to him, and he's just like, hi, I'm Andy. What's your name? Like, right to his face. And it's that's so cute. So cute. And the little doll's like, hi, I'm Chucky. I'm your friend till the end. Heidi ho Uh-oh. Cut to later. Maggie's now in their house, like, eating birthday cake on the kitchen counter. So I'll explain. They live in, an, um, like, a high-rise, like, apartment. And it has um, the kitchen, which, like, leads into the living room on the side. Um, the living room has a fireplace in it like a couch and then that leads they both lead into like a hallway and that's where the main front door is and then we go down the hallway on the right is mom's room and at the very end the door at the very end is andy's room okay got it very good description oh thank you so maggie's eating birthday cake and andy's like sitting in the living room playing with his good guy tools and his Chucky and um, the TV's on and like the news commercial comes on and they say Eddie Caputo has escaped the precinct. Uh Oh, and so the Eddie Caputo, but I thought he died. Oh no, that was Ray. Okay. Got it. Eddie was his friend in the van that peaced out on him. Got it. So he must have gotten arrested and then he escaped. Okay. Got it. And like the Chucky doll then like turns his head like towards the TV. (gasps) 
Oh, God. Why? Also, did you know that my very first crush in the entire world was Chucky Paul? His name was Chucky Paul. Chucky Paul. That's mm-hmm. a name. I loved him so much. He was a grade above me. I was in third grade and he was in fourth. And I became friends with Erin, a camp member, last name, because she was neighbors with Chucky Paul. But I only so, so liked her. Wow. Cold hearted. I know. But, you know, girls got to do what a girl's got to do when Chucky's on the line. I wonder what you became friends with me for. Who did I want to fuck? To be your friend. Nobody. I'm just kidding. Uh, I like you for you. Thank you. So uh, Eddie escaped the precinct. Chucky looks at the TV. And Andy's like, you're not watching me. And then so Chucky looks back and he's like, hey, want to play? I don't know. Maggie's like, okay, time for bed. And so we see now that like – Andy kind of puts his ear to Chucky's face like he's kind of listening as if Chucky's like whispering. And Andy's like, Chucky wants to watch the 9 p.m. news. And Maggie's like, sure, okay. And so she picks up Andy and like just grabs Chucky just like by the arm and like turns off the TV. And she like brings him to his room and she's like, okay, you need to brush your teeth now. She's like, I'm going to go clean up like yell when you're done. And... Andy's like, Chuck, you want to see my room? And so Maggie's now out in the kitchen. She's like putting dishes away. Andy's now in the bathroom brushing his teeth. Also, the bathroom is one of those ones where it's like, um, like it's basically the mom's room, which is connected to the bathroom, which is also connected to the hallway. Got it. It's a a loop-de-loop. A loop-de-loop bathroom. Got it. And then at the end is Andy's bedroom. So, um. Uh, Andy's, we see Andy's brushing his teeth, Maggie's putting dishes away, and all of a sudden she's startled because the TV turned on in the living room. It's the Uh-oh. news, and she goes and, like, peeks out, and Chucky doll is just, like, sitting in the chair. Absolutely not. In front no. of the TV. Throw that doll out the window. Get out of here. This is why you don't buy your children toys. Question number two. What do you do? What does she do? I am going to throw that doll in a trash compactor and burn the remnants. Uh, That's too scary. Um, What does she do? I think she just picks the doll up and maybe takes it back into Andy's room or like wherever Andy is and is just like, here's your doll. Like, don't put him. Why did you turn the TV TV on or whatever? Uh, I'm going to conveniently lose it until he forgets that the doll exists and moves on with his life. Yes. My poor and impatient parenting skills are really going to serve me today. Yep. You being a horrible (laughs) mother is going to save you so much today. Cats. (laughs) Just yell cats over. Yeah. Burn the kid's doll. I don't care how much he loves it. Ruin his life. Cats. I wish you were a cat. Yes. Why can't my son be a cat? Cats don't like possessed dolls. No, they don't. So Maggie turns off the TV and 
brings Chucky back and like confronts Andy basically like right like you need to learn to like listen to what I say when I say something you know blah 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 blah. and Andy's just like what like I didn't do anything you know and so she puts them in debt both in bed and she leaves and then Andy says to Chucky I told you she'd be mad if you if you watch the news and then kisses him goodnight why the fuck does this idiot kid not fucking know that dolls aren't supposed to actually talk to you? It's his best friend. And that's know. the whole point of this doll is that they do talk to you. Listen. Cats. He's six. <laughs> As of today, he's five in one day. <laughs> no, he'd be. Yeah. Six five and three hundred and sixty six days. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we count kids. We count kids' ages by days. But I'm like, he's basically five. Like he's very little. Like he was very little to be he's the star of this movie. And twenty two days old. <laughs> that is like when kids are like newborn. Like. There's just a and they're certain like, he's time 36 period. Thirty-six months. Yes, there's like a like, certain amount of time period where they keep saying months, and I'm like, can we just say year and a half at yeah. this point? Like, what Please, are we talking can about? Can we? Why are we still doing this? Yeah, quit it with the months. I don't know I wonder, that math. Yeah, how many months am I? I'm gonna start saying how many months old I am <laughs> <laughs> on my birthday. Too many to count. You'd break the calculator. I would. Ooh, <laughs> good one. So. <laughs> Now Maggie is sitting in the living room reading on the couch and she's like chilly and closes the window, goes back to reading. And we see the bedroom door handle turn. And then it's like a point of view of like running down the hallway. And then like Mm. the POV kind of like peeks around the corner at Maggie and then runs by her. And Maggie's kind of like, Andy? Then we see a chair slowly move. And Maggie in the living room kind of hears like a thud from the other room. And so she gets up to look and she's like, Andy. And she goes into the hallway and like by the front door, there's like a chair pushed up against it. Um, What kind of chair? Just like a regular wooden chair. Gotcha. You know, like a dining room table, wooden chair situation. Got it. Medium to low. Medium scary. Medium to low scary, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're pretty scary in The Conjuring. So, yeah. Medium, but medium scary. Medium scary. Yeah. Medium scary. Got it. So, uh, and this is all, <laughs> there's a lot of times in this movie where everyone moves very slowly. Like, that's oh. how we build the tension is because we're like, I'm going to look here very slowly. So, she's. Looking around, she goes to the door, and so she, like, locks the door, and then she screams. There was a noise in the kitchen. What? She looks in the kitchen. She turns on the light, and there's, like, flour spilled all across the floor. And the kitchen has a, um, an island. Flowers. Flower. Flower. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Many, many grains of flour. (laughs) Yeah, I was very confused. Um, 
the kitchen has like an island in the middle of it, basically. And right. um, so it's like spilled kind of like across the island and across the floor. And she's like, how did that happen? Hmm. And then the phone rings. Ah. It's her friend and our friend, Mom, checking in. Hi, Mom. How are you, Mom? Question three, what do you do? What does she do? Maggie? Yeah, Maggie. Maggie. A- a- answer the phone? Am I- is that what you're... Well, she's answered the phone and it's Mom. And what does she do? I think she tells her everything is fine and cleans up the flower. I think I tell her to get a cat. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I think what I'm going to do is say like, hey, just so you know, like Andy's being a little naughty. Like he, you know, isn't listening very well and he spilled flour all over the fucking kitchen, which I'll clean up for you. You're welcome. And I'm never doing this again. The end. (sighs) Mean mom and mean friend. I know. I'm sorry. Flour is really hard to clean up, though. Like it's really frustrating to clean up because if you use any water, then it becomes a paste. And now you've created a paste situation. It's a very frustrating thing to clean up. And I just would like Andy's mom to know that he's created quite a problem. Like Ross from Friends trying to get his leather pants on. (laughs) Now it's created a paste. (laughs) I love that scene. (laughs) Um, Well... I'm going to give you a point for her. Okay. As much as you were a bitch, I don't think it was actually enough. Oh, I should have been bitchier? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can't wait to learn. Okay. So mom's just checking in and she's like, you sound weird. Is everything okay? And she's like, no, everything's fine. She's kind of like Maggie like giggles and she's like, I just have the alone at night willies. <laughs> yeah. I had those last night. Hey, <laughs> um, and they kind of whatever converse, and Mom is like, "Thanks, you're a real pal." And then they hang up. I would watch your kid for you. I- I'm not sure that I want you to after this. I'd be nice to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just tie his little leash around its little fucking. Stupid body and let yeah. it do its thing. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would just let it run around, you know, have fun, <laughs> drink whiskey, whatever it wants. Gosh, whatever it wants to up. do. <laughs> so now we're POV at the little the good guy's toolbox that he got, and we pick up oh, the right. hammer. Which is like an actual hammer, just mini size. It's not like plastic. No. <laughs> Hashtag the eighties. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't give a child a hammer it's toy. It's a hammer. It's not allowed. That's how you learn to hammer. So Maggie is now with the broom starting to clean up the flower. 
and she hears something kind of like there's like some flower pots like against the wall next to the windows and she kind of hears something so she slowly moves towards it and then she moves the flower pot nothing's there and she's like <laughs> like what's wrong with me i'm like scaring myself to death and then she turns around hammer to the head ah! directly into the forehead and then with she's the pointy side no the other side but Ow. the dull side but she's knocked in the head and then she falls backwards and then trips and falls out the fucking window down six stories you know who doesn't hit you over the head with hammers cats cats don't <laughs> i don't know your cats. okay <laughs> also i was just thinking about this one time i was bothering my dad and he wanted me to go away so he handed me a saw and told me to go find a stump to saw. Skip. Skip, no. I just remembered it. He was like, here's a saw. Well, the next thing you know, your brother's missing a finger. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was so stupid. It was a great. I found a really good stump, though. I thought, I thought that was fun. See? It was really fun. It yeah. It wasn't the worst idea. No, it wasn't. And I still have all, all my hands. Well. Well. They're deformed, but right. that wasn't the sauce fault. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to use that saw when you need to cut your pinky stub off one day. Oh, yeah. God, they're so weird looking. Okay. <laughs> so now we cut to mom getting off the bus Oh, in front of her apartment, and there's cop cars all around and, like, a big crowd out front. So she, like, runs inside very easily. No, No tape or anything blocked off. She runs oh, the 80s. Up that gets in the elevator, goes up to the sixth floor. There's like a couple cops in the hallway that she like runs by and they're like, hey, hey, hey. And she's like, I live here and runs inside. Right. And then there's just cops everywhere. And she's like, Andy, 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 Andy. And then we hear mommy. And so Andy's sitting on his bed in his bedroom um, with his Chucky sitting next to one Mr. Detective vampire mike norris jerry dandridge homicide Ooh, PD. how are you officer oh my gosh maybe you should put me in handcuffs Ooh. so mom hugs andy and she's like where's maggie and andy says she had an accident uh-oh That's when I, I'm glad that I wrote this down. It's so weird sometimes. I wrote a loud <laughs> bang in my apartment and I was like, <laughs> but it was like, thank you for including that. In my apartment. Oh, now it's actually meaningful because so as I'm watching this yesterday afternoon, um, yeah, there's this giant, like very loud bang in my apartment from the other room. And I was like, oh my God, Chucky, what's happening? And what was it? I go look around because I was like, did the fan fall down, fall over or something? Like, I was like, clearly something yeah. like fell. And I like right. go look around and can't fucking find anything. So then I'm even more freaked out. And Me then too. I realized it was the mirror that was off, that was hanging on the back of my door of my bedroom. But oh. the bedroom door was open. So like, I couldn't even like see it. So now it was just like, it had just like fallen onto down. the ground. And it's like, but didn't why? shatter or anything. 
But yeah. then I thought about it last night. I was like, praise fucking be. Thank you, goddess, that that happened yesterday afternoon out of the blue. Because if that happened when the earthquake came at 4.30 in the morning, I would You would have just shat your bed. Just, just, just a just bed full of feces. 100%. Just, just rolling around like a pig in my feces bed of just fear. Poopy dupe all over you. And, and that fear poop. We all know that yeah. fear poop smells worse than regular poop. Fear. Uh, oh, 100%. Actually, you guys should follow us on Twitter because I just retweeted someone. It was George Wallace. <laughs> he wrote, hey, secret police. If you ever kidnap me and throw me in a rental van, I will shit so bad inside that van. I hope your unconstitutional asses are ready to pay $1,700 to get my grown man feces out of that Chrysler Pacifica and whatnot. <laughs> yes. And I wrote, ha, 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 at some point in time, shit yourself was a survival tactic on KK Sam. It was. What was that for? It was something where we were like, I think the best option is to shit yourself because it grosses out the killer. But I don't remember what it was. But I was like, no, right. we definitely said that like shitting yourself is like a valid way to save yourself it's or to deal with tactic. an earthquake, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how much it helps you in earthquake survival, but I'll, sure. I'll have to Google it. Sure. Again, yeah, I, I said I was unprepared. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's. It's it's actually in your uh, backpack. You're gonna get it. It's a uh, earthquake poop cleaner upper. So. Uh, so yeah, in that moment, I was very grateful that this moment happened because I was yeah. like, "Good damn, that would have been so much more terrifying. terrifying." Yeah, because it was sure. so loud. So anyway, I came back to the movie then, and our friend Jerry is like, "Ma'am, I need to talk to you in the hallway." Right. So Andy kind of sits with Chucky and he tells her that Maggie's dead and that she fell from the kitchen window. Mom is very upset, thankfully. Um, You know how sometimes we watch horror movies and like someone's best friend dies and then they're just like moving on. Like she they cared. don't care. Yeah. Yeah. She that was she, like the movie we watched for um Kill by Kill podcast. Everyone yes. should go listen to them, by the way. Like, there was so little regard for the death of people very close to you that it was distracting. Do you want to know what's ironic? That movie, Screen for Help, is, I think, written by Tom Holland. This movie, Child's Play, is directed and co-written by Tom Holland. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. So maybe he got notes where it was like, can people care that their friends die? And he's like, oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) that funny? That's hilarious. So, anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? I have no idea. Oh, that she fell out a six-story window? Oh, and the mom's upset. Mom's upset. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, she doesn't, like, lose sleep over it or anything, but, like, in this exact moment. She expresses she normal amounts of human concern. She gave a fuck. Okay. And so... Now Jerry asks if she knows what these are, and he shows her little footprints in the flower on top of the kitchen counter. Oh, island. convenient! And that the, the mom flower is like, "Mm-hmm." And the mom is like, "What are you implying?" 
Are you trying to say that Andy was on the counter? And Jerry is like, I mean, we checked all his shoes and none of them match, actually. Well, of course. Yeah. At that moment, Andy and Chucky run in. Okay, yeah. Andy runs in. Okay. And Jerry's like, hey, what's on your feet right now? And he's like, a good guy, PJ sneakers. Kim, nice. Your little kid voice. It's not bad. I'm just trying to be like you. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Thanks, man. It's like we're best friends. It's like we're best little buddies. With our little. We're little babies. Wish we were cats. (laughs) So he's wearing that fucking outfit. That's the whole shaboodle. Oh, right. It has even the little fucking booty shoes. Uh oh. And but also, like, in general, just so that I understand, like, the, si- the size comparison here, since I'm not watching it. So, like, I have the general idea of, like, what a six-year-old, the size of a six-year-old human. But, like, I'm picturing that ch- the Chucky doll is still, like, a doll that Andy can hold. They're not, like, the same size. He can hold him, but, like, he's not much smaller. Like, like I would say he holds him and he's, like, up to his knees, maybe. But he's like okay, hefting him. Like he's like, come on, Chucky. Like it's a, it's he's okay. not like it's not a cabbage patch. Like it's but like, they wouldn't be wearing the same size shoe, is what I'm saying. Maybe they seem mm. similar. Okay, all right. So okay, so there is there is a scenario where there where sh- shoe sizes might be comparable. Is just all I needed to know. Okay. Basically. Got it. We're led okay. to believe. I didn't do a shoe comparison. They didn't do a foot comparison. Ah. Uh, We're led okay. to believe. Got it. Okay. Regardless, you know, it's the 80s. I can go into many more reasons in a second here why the investigation isn't. They're not doing a great job. They didn't really measure the shoe size either. So they're just eyeballing it. They're like, hey, here's oh. little tiny footprints. Here's a little tiny kid. Named Andy. Yeah. Listen, you I'm no detective, feet. but I, I don't think you're supposed to eyeball shit. I think you're yeah. supposed to use measuring sticks and stuff. So the footprints have like basically, and his shoes, like he looks at his shoe or his little PJ shoes or whatever. And on the bottom is like a very specific imprint. So it has oh, okay. like, like the a- little tools on it. Like it has good guy shit on the bottom of his feet, basically. And that's it. what it looks like in the flower. Oh, shit. So they look at his little footsies and mom's like, go to bed. Yeah. Okay. And then she's like, he doesn't know anything. I just lost my best friend and I need time alone. And so Jerry's like, okay, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll clear everybody out. So- clear everybody. <laughs> yep. Why do She's casual observers of eight of eighties horror movies know more about investigation than actual detectives in eighties movies? She's sad. It's her apartment. Get the fuck out. I don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> so Andy gets into bed now, and he's like, "Chucky, what's so important about my sneakers?" And Chucky is now 
sitting in a chair. No, a small child-sized rickety Ra- rocking chair. Rocking chair. I knew it. I fucking knew it. If it God could, damn it. It it surpassed the idea of what we thought the scariest chair was. Right. Because remember when I was like, ooh, tiny size chairs are small or are, are scary yeah. too. And yes. like like it just has it's like one fucking check mark after the other. Yeah. Yeah. So this is um again, I'm referencing all of our social medias today. If you're not following us, you should be. Kim and I work very hard over there. Yes. Uh, it's at KK Sam Podcast. Uh, yeah. I fucking walked past a random haunted house yesterday and just out in the yard was a teeny, tiny, itty bitty, little terrifying, falling apart rocking chair. And I was like, welp, I'm haunted by proximity now. Child size rocking chairs. Fucking terrifying. I think they're number one. They should be banned. Chucky's just chilling in one. Of course he is. So basically because of that, like Andy's laying in bed and Chucky's sitting. So his like legs are straight out at, at Andy. Mm -hmm. And so he gets to see the bottom of Chucky's feet and sees that it has kind of flower marks on it. Oh shit. So fucking little six-year-olds doing the detective work of the detectives. Exactly. So he is like, holy shit, I'm a detective. And he runs out into the hallway and like the cops are basically leaving at this moment. And he's like, I know who was on the counter, Chucky. And they're like, the doll. Fuck. Now, kid, now you sound nuts. Yeah. So mom is like, go to bed. Yeah. Because now it sounds like he's trying to make excuses. Exactly. For his murdering ways. So she is now kicking Jerry out and he's like, are you going to call us? You know? And she's like, don't you give up? Or she's like, you don't give up, do you? And he's like, you know, I just, I hate loose ends. And she's like, well, I hate people who don't know when to stop. And I was like, <laughs> and then she Your slams friend the door. Was just murdered. Yeah. Your friend was just murdered. Like, excuse me, detective. Can you please get the fuck out of my house and stop harassing us? <laughs> Yeah, you better believe if you're murdered, Kim, I'm going to be the most fucking obnoxious human being that those police officers have ever met. Like, they're <laughs> literally going to investigate purely to get me off their apples. <laughs> Thank you. You're I welcome. I appreciate that from my death, from the <laughs> beyond. Yeah. So she slams the door. They go out into the hallway, or Jerry goes out into the hallway, and his partner, Mustache, is waiting in the hallway. And Jerry's like, I need an opt- autopsy on my desk by the morning, and I need anything you can get on that mom and her son, the Barclays. Their name is the Barclays. Okay. And he's like, also, and he like pulls something out of his jacket, and it's like a bag, and he's like, get this to the lab. And it has the little kid's hammer in it. And he's like, <gasps> it's a possible murder weapon. And the mustache guy's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's a kid's toy. Right. But also, it's a r- actual hammer, you <laughs> 80s idiots. <laughs> so, cut to mom washing her face. And she hears, like, a noise or whispering or something. And so she goes... She goes <laughs> into Andy's room. It's dark. Turns on the light. 
And Chucky is sitting in a rocking chair with his back to her. And Andy is just sitting on the floor in front of the doll talking to it. (laughs) No, I would throw that kid away so fucking fast. I would throw that kid in the trash. Yeah, no, correct answer. Like, that's when you're like, oh. I have a creepy crap bag. Goodbye. Yep. It's a do-over. That's what we call a mulligan. I Just, tried. Oops. Gave it Goodbye, a good six years. Goodbye, creepy crap bag kid. Goodbye. Give it a good five years, 367 days, but no more. No more. Mm-mm. See ya. Do-over. So Mama's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, Chucky. And then so Ugh. she comes over and she looks at the doll and she's like, uh, Chucky's talking back, isn't he? Like, what's he saying? And he's like, his real name is Charles Lee Ray. He was sent down from heaven by daddy to play with me. Oh, fuck. He said that Aunt Maggie's a real bitch and got what she deserved. And mom's (laughs) like, how could you say that? Oh, my God. That is unacceptable. And he's like, so upset. And he's like, I didn't say it. Chucky did. And she's like. I, we know that you're, we all know that you're pretending. And he's like, I'm not pretending like Chucky's alive. Like really? And so mom like picks up the doll and she's like, this is plastic. This doll is plastic. Like, and you know, and Andy's like, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. And she's like getting really like aggressive, you know, like she's just like, ah, and she's like, yeah, he's like, he's alive. He's alive. And she's like, stop it. Just stop it. This is stressful. He says. I know it's because of Aunt Maggie that you're yelling at me. Oh, it is, kid. And it's also because you're ruining my life. (laughs) She says (laughs) exactly that. (laughs) You're ruining my fucking life. Get out. (laughs) She says, yeah, I guess it is. And he says, I'm sorry. I'll stop making up stories. I should hope so, you little piece of shit. I wish you were a cat. (laughs) So now, this is... You're not getting points for watching my children right now. (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) So he hugs Chucky and gets into bed. And mom leaves. She shuts the door, but she kind of like listens on the other side of the door. And Andy says... You're right, Chucky. She didn't believe me. And then Chucky's like head turns towards the door. And you can kind of see in the light, like the shadow of her still standing there. So then Chucky's like, hi, I like to be hugged. Like one of his three sentences. Right. And so Andy hugs him. Right. I wonder what my three sentences would be if I were a doll. Ooh. One would be, can you get me some more wine? One would be, is, can you bring me some coffee? And then the next one would be, where did you, and I, hmm, I don't know what my third one would be. Probably talking to my cats. (laughs) I think we've, I think we've established that. (laughs) Yeah. So bring me some wine, bring me some coffee. Where are my cats? What would mine be? I don't know. Uh... How many more episodes of Love Island are there? (laughs) Um, uh, 
I need eight. I need 12 drinks. Uh, and uh, don't and turn your alarm off. <laughs> that's only that's only my doll for you. Yeah, I got exactly. like a, a personalized message. <laughs> turn your alarm off. <laughs> have, have we talked about the PTSD of your alarm that I have with you? Like, I don't know if people think we do cut some of it out, but like uh-huh. when I talk about like Catherine turning off her phone because like it's making noise, it's not, it's not just because I'm like, we're podcasting, like, let's be professional, right. Catherine, like, come on, you know, it's because this, this woman mm-hmm. has, has, has tortured me with alarm sounds for many years of our life. But I know. Very specifically, the very first year we moved out here. No, no, this was our second year at this point. We were yeah. roommates, just her and I at this point. And, you know, I worked a nighttime job. I worked at a restaurant. She worked an early morning daytime job where she had to, like, get up early and drive somewhere. So Yeah, I did. You know, I liked to sleep in. I was fucking... I don't know, 22 or 23 or something, and drunk a lot. I was very hungover <laughs> all the time, okay? Yeah. I don't want to wake up early. A- even as a six-year-old, she didn't want to <laughs> no. wake up early after a long Still night of don't. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living that life my whole life. Yeah. And I <laughs> Let get me get early. drunk and sleep, goddammit. <laughs> and this bitch likes to do that thing. Where you set your alarm, and when it goes off in the morning, you just immediately turn it back on. Yeah, you know that thing. People do that. I, sure. Okay. Well, I just don't want to have to set it every night. And then this bitch goes out, probably gets drunk too, and then stays at other people's houses. She doesn't mm-hmm. always stay at our apartment. Sometimes she's sleeping over at some guy's house, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then you know what happens? What? You know what happens at 6 a.m.? What? That what mother happens? fucking alarm from her motherfucking alarm clock goes off. This is before this is before iPhone times, you guys. This is when you had a fucking alarm clock plugged into your wall that made that yep. sound. It was a bad noise. And because it's a fucking alarm clock plugged into the wall, that shit don't turn off. That'll go on. Forever. 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 Until you turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. I have to wake up and go into a room, empty room, and turn it the fuck off. The thing is, she wouldn't turn it off, though. She would just rip it out of the wall. I think (laughs) I started by turning it off, and then it happened (laughs) so often that I would literally (laughs) rip it out of the wall because I needed her to know. I needed her to know when she got home that that alarm clock was unplugged for a reason because something happened while she was gone. There was one day when I came home and it was ripped out of the wall. I don't know if you remember having done this. You ripped it out of the wall and you wrapped the cord around itself and placed it in the center of my bed. And I was like, oh, oops, oopsie daisy. On your pillow to be like, I need you to know what happened here, ma'am. And I was just like, oopsies, I forgot again. So yeah, yeah, my doll for you 
would say, turn off your motherfucking alarm, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it is kind of funny that I still have alarm problems, even though we don't live together anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, because now it's like the the phone makes all these sounds because of like calls and shit. Yeah. And then because she apparently needs a water alarm and I'm like, I- just silence it during the time. That we're <laughs> it's PTSD. It's PTSD, I- you guys. I did silence my water alarms prior to starting to record. Thank you so much. What are we doing other than airing our grievances (laughs) from 20 years of friendship? (laughs) Oh, man. I'm fine. It's cool. It's no big deal. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Wow. I'll just save that. It'll be like two things that I say and then like a personalized message for each person. Oh, I like that. I like that. Cool. (laughs) So anyway, um, these people are doing stuff. <laughs> uh, hi, I like to be hugged. Okay, perfect. They went to sleep. Now it's the next day. Okay. She's walking him to school. It's like fucking winter snow time. Okay. He's, of course, carrying his Chucky doll. He's like the little kid in fucking um, uh, A Christmas Story, like carrying his Chucky doll. Like, oh. so bundled up, but then carrying a doll that's almost as big as himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. It's very cute. Mm-mm, that's so dumb. What a little idiot. I love him. Um, <laughs> and she kind of, like, checks on him and makes sure he's, like, okay about last night and, like, that we're not going to talk about the Chucky doll being real and, like, is he okay to go to school and he's fine. So yeah. he goes inside. She Great. leaves. What's the kid's name? Gary Andy. Yes. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. At that moment, she walks away. Andy and Chucky come back outside and walk in the other direction. What? And then get on a fucking train. Does she see them? No, she's she's got her back. Okay. She's got it. She went home. Fuck. To work. What fucking kind of train conductor is letting a five-year-old on his train? Fired. The You're fired, train conductor. And I, I, I'm i not sure I can postmortem this, but I'm pretty sure we're in Chicago, it felt like. So it's like okay. a big, major city. Yeah. And Chucky's kind of like whispering to him on the train. And then they're going far. Like we were on the train for a long time. Oh, my God. A lot of train okay. shots. And I think we go to a kind of, like, bad-ish neighborhood, it seems. Okay. And he gets off okay. and, like, comes down those steps that look like Chicago. Yeah. Um, like, in ER. They go down them a lot. <laughs> so. Sure. That was my one of my clues. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my context clues. So. And he gets off and then he starts listening to Chucky more and, like, walks and then, then starts walking in a specific direction. And it's, like people are kind of fighting and there's like unhoused people around. So it like is supposed to be like a bad neighborhood. And we walk up to this like singular, like broken down old row home, like really a real fixer upper. Yeah. 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 And Andy stands outside and he's like, is that it? And there's also like piles of furniture and random shit out front of it. Kind of like your neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just constantly calling the city of Glendale being like, can you pick up the 
furniture on my street. I've never seen so much furniture on a street than I do at Catcher's. Every time I go, there's a new piece of furniture. And I'm like, how is everyone constantly moving here? It's very weird. I don't fucking get it. And it's so easy to get the city to pick it up. <laughs> so Continue. not everyone knows that, though. I learned that from you. Really? I think so. Oh, it's just like bulk pickup of trash. I don't know. I guess. Didn't know. I mean, I did it with like my old mattress, but yeah, didn't know. Well, I guess everyone's an idiot like you in Glendale. <laughs> Sorry, that was rude. That was rude. That was rude. I take that back. Continue. Thank you. It's okay. I'm not offended. So, <laughs> uh, Andy then places him in an outdoor in the snow rocking chair that happens to be out front. I'm banning rocking chairs. No more rocking chairs. So clearly 1988 Child's Play like knew that rocking chairs are the scariest chair. Are they the were up on it. Chair. They must yeah. have It's like they like time traveled to the future and listened to our chairs podcast. And they were like we got to get more rocking chairs in here. And Andy's like, "Okay, you sit here. I'm going to go tinkle." So he oh. puts Chucky down and then like goes around the other side of the pile of fucking furniture garbage to go pee this child is six (laughs) i know know. i'm very upset (laughs) and so we cut back and now the rocking chair is empty and swinging of course pov running very quickly into the house okay in the house eddie caputo Uh uh-oh up the escapes asleep with a gun and we see like little fingers come around the front door as it opens and there's like rats everywhere it's just very dilapidated Mm -hmm. and then a little hand opens the oven and eddie upstairs hears a noise and wakes up and then the little hand in the kitchen turns on the oven gas but blows out the pilot light Cut back to Andy outside who's looking for Chucky. And Uh back inside, Eddie is now like up with his gun, like looking around the house. And he goes very slowly downstairs and he hears a noise in the other room and he shoots. And then outside, Andy hears the noise inside the house and he runs towards the house. He's like, Chucky, Chucky. Oh. Oh, God. And then inside, Eddie hears... Andy yelling outside, but then he hears a noise behind him. And it's like through, there's a door that goes to the kitchen, but it's closed. And he hears the noise on the other side. So he knows something's in there. And Andy's like out in the backyard, like being like, Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. (laughs) And so now fucking Eddie stands on the one side of the kitchen door and he cocks his gun. And then he opens the door and shoots And then it Ah. explodes. Oh, man alive. The entire house explodes and literally falls to bits. Like it was already falling apart. And now it was just like crumpled to pieces. Also, do houses fill up that quickly with gas? I mean, I think this was a, a, it was already on its last. Its last gas legs. Its last two by four. Okay, got it. All right, fair. Was the kid okay? 
So the kids seem to be, I, we didn't see, but. Okay. But he appeared to be fine. He was okay, nearby. Cool. Okay. Because then we cut to mom coming into the police station. And Jerry had clearly left her a message. And she's like hey, running Jerry. in. And he's like, did you not um, go to your school to pick up your son yet? And she's like, no, I came straight here. And Jerry's like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to tell you this. Like, let's go into the office. Cut to mustache in another room with Andy and Chucky. Oh, okay. All right. And mustache is asking him like, hey, do you know why Maggie fell out the window? And Andy says, because she saw Chucky and he scared her so much she fell out the window. Oof. Listen, kid. You sound like a creepy crap bag. I hate to break it to you. I know you're being set up by a doll, but you sound like a fucking trash kid. Okay? <laughs> trash kid. <laughs> yes. Sorry. So then the mom comes into that room and she's like, Andy, and like hugs him. And she's like, Andy, no one believes you about Chucky. You need to tell the truth or they're going to take you away from me. Oh, fuck and so andy's like chucky chucky they're gonna take me away unless you say something so say something you need to show them like and she he starts shaking him basically and yeah. chucky just goes hi i'm chucky oh this little dick and this that's little how dick toy andy feels andy's like he's doing it on purpose he told me never to tell anyone or he'd kill me Oh, my God. Just throw the doll in the trash can. Then. With the kid. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Get Twice. a cat. Points. Points. <laughs> Belding. <laughs> Belding. <laughs> Mr. Uh, oh, Mr. Belding. I got it. Zing. Nice. I'll see myself. Zing a So it turns out, though, on the other side of the mirror is a doctor that's watching them and he kind of buzzes in and he's like, I think it would be best if Andy spent a couple of days with us. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like a cuckoo banana kid. I don't know what to tell you. Creepy crap bag. He sounds like a real cuckoo banana crap bag. He does. He really does. That's my medical opinion. My professional medical opinion. I mean, you're not wrong. I trust it. Yep. I trust you with medical opinions, but not with a lot <laughs> So now mom comes home with Chucky and no Andy. She brought the fucking doll home? <laughs> yeah. And now God she kind damn of like, it. Yeah. She kind of sits down and looks at him and she's like, come on, say something, you little bastard. And he's like, hi. I like to be hugged. And she kind of laugh cries to herself. <laughs> like, what am I this doing? This is the most insane thing I've ever fucking heard. I, this is insane. My, my parents were really annoyed by the musical soundtrack of, of that cartoon movie called The Three Caballeros, where it's like the little birds that are singing. Never heard my of dad told, all of a sudden it disappeared. Like the VHS disappeared. My dad told us later, he was like, oh no, I threw that in the trash and told you that it was gone. So like Good for the fact that she did not throw this doll in the trash. So that when Andy came home, she was like, oh, your doll ran away. Goodbye. Here's the cat. 
Like, that's insane to me that she brought it home. I guess we didn't all have monsters like your parents who I, throw our favorite toys away and give us saws instead. But they were really annoying musical numbers. I'm just kidding. So Skip and Peg, I you're the can't. best. We love you. I can't blame them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. They're patrons now, so. <laughs> Please stop <laughs> shitting on them and their parenting skills. Gotta stop talking shit about Peg and Skip. Just kidding, you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> she um, laughed cries to herself. Like, yep. what is my life and what am I doing? And my son yep. is in mm-hmm. a mental institute. And sure. just places Chucky like on the coffee table and goes to the kitchen to get a glass of water. In the corner of the kitchen, she sees the box that he came in, the good guy box. So she goes over and looks at it and, like, picks it up. Batteries fall out of it. Oh, there's no batteries in the doll? Question four. What does she do? What do you do? I am going to set the doll on fire and watch it burn to oblivion. For sure. 100%. What does she do? Does she, like, maybe she, like, doesn't, maybe she opens the doll to, like, see if there's batteries in it. You know, like, maybe these are spare batteries or something. Uh, I'm not going to bother. I'm going to light it on fire and then throw the ashes into the ocean. (laughs) That's fucking terrifying. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. sees on the box that it says batteries included Ah. and they're like little good guy batteries and so she just looks over at Chucky and then picks him up and slowly like turns and like on his the back of him is where the little battery panel is yeah and she opens it up it's empty and then his head turns fully backwards to look at her and says hi I'm Chucky. Want to play? No. No. <laughs> no. Throw it in the truck. <laughs> she screams. She like screams and just drops him and he like rolls under the couch. They have a very high set couch. I don't understand. Yeah, I was about to say. I was <laughs> very high set couch, but has like the, the covering of it. The, yeah, the flap the, the, in the front. The, it's, I think it's a dust, dust, duster. Yeah. I, I prefer flapadoo, but I, I, you know what? Duster. I, sure, the duster. I also prefer flapadoo and will now only be saying flapadoo. And will now look for reasons to bring up flapadoos in conversation. <laughs> so thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so she slowly looks under the couch and he's just laying there. So she kind of like hits him. Hits him, like kind of like pokes at him. You know what I mean? And he doesn't do anything. So then she like pulls him out. And then like shakes him a little like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And she like sits him on the couch and she's just looking and she's like, talk to me. Come on, talk to me, damn it. She's like, I'm going to make you talk. Question number five. How? Is she going to make him talk? And how do you make him talk? I'm going to torture it. I'm going to get really into it. I'm going to tie it to that fucking rocking chair. And I'm going to take its little dumb doll shoes off. And I'm going to hold a lighter to its feet. And then if it still doesn't talk, I'm going to 
rip its hair out one by one. I'm going to torture that little motherfucking doll. (laughs) And if the torture doesn't work and it's just plastic, that doll's going to be destroyed. So it's kind of a win-win, bitch. (laughs) Sure. Uh, What does she do? Uh, So she wants it to talk. Maybe she... I think she tries to provoke it in some way by... I don't know. We just don't really have any... uh, Like, she doesn't have any evidence that it, like, has, like, feeling, like, nerve endings. I'll give you a hint that she does provoke it in some way, and it's a specific way that uses something in the house that I've mentioned. You bitch. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We have the tools. We have the little man, the little good guy tools. We have flour. We have a rocking chair. Uh, Let's see. I think that she may be. I don't know what she does. You know what? I'll just say that she starts like torturing it with its own little toolkit. Its own little stupid good guy toolkit. Point for you. Thanks. <clears throat> she goes to the fireplace. Okay. Oh, and room. you did mention the fireplace. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. yep. Very cash, you know what I mean? But it was super cash, but I do remember you mentioning it. But it was there. Touche. It's in the living room slash hearth room. Got it. She, on top of the mantle, is a little hoozy wetsy that has matches in it. Everyone in the fucking 80s uses strike on anything matches. This is weird. It must have very popular is, then. They must. I'm going to have to ask why my did they go about out them. of popularity? Because they seem pretty cool. Uh, is it because lighters are more convenient? I, like, are they? Are they? Mo- I mean, I guess lighters is what I'm thinking. But it's just like, but even if I got matches, why wouldn't I want strike anything matches? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask Peg and Skip about about how they lit things in the 80s. Let's yeah, find I mean, out. maybe it was just in movies. You know how sometimes you just see stuff in movies and you're like, oh, that was how it was, but then it wasn't at all. Right, right, yeah. Wow, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Very We've excited We've been about working it. on this match situation for, for 103 episodes. <laughs> yeah. So she goes to the, uh, grabs one of the matches out of the little thingy on top of the mantle, just fucking strikes it on the wall (laughs) and she's like talk to me or I'll throw you in the fire yeah just do it bitch so she is like holding him in front of it and then all of a sudden his face changes and he's like you stupid bitch you filthy slut I'll teach you to fuck with me and starts hitting her with his little doll hands yeah like fucking like jumps on her and so she like falls over because he's like literally like like at her face and like biting her and like oh fucking my- like little doll attacking her like a little oh monster doll. And so she like and he like bites her really hard like on her arm. And so she picks him up and throws him across the room and then he runs out the front door. 
Oh, shit. Now we got a loose doll. Loose doll. So she fucking follows. She's like, I ain't letting you go, bitch. Get the fuck back here. She fucking runs out. He's already in the elevator going down. So she's running down the steps. And it's like. How did he push the button? I I just. Suspension of disbelief. Okay. All right. And so. (laughs) My face. And so uh, she. He is in the elevator going down. The steps actually like circle around. It's like a, a see-through wiry elevator and the steps go around it in a circle. That's cool. Yeah. And it's weird. very cool. Okay. So she um, is running down the steps in like high heeled boots. So she like trips and falls at one point, of course. Of course she, she does. Finally gets to the bottom. He's already out of it. So she runs out the front door out onto the sidewalk. Nothing. Shit. Shit. Cut to a taxi pulling up to the police station. Mom getting out. Our friend, Detective Jerry, happens to be leaving right there. And she's like. What's he wearing? You know, he started wearing more like button up shirts with ties, to be honest. Always an overcoat of some sort. But like plaid button up shirts. Mm. With a tie, do you know what I mean? Okay, it wasn't. All right. I was, I was really craving the sweater, Jer, for yeah. the rest of the movie. It was really only in the beginning, but 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 listen, a nice overcoat on a Jer is fine with me. So it is got a fine, good overcoat. you know, because yeah, we're like in... a pea coat. Is it like a wool pea coat kind of situation? Yeah, yeah, because we're in Chicago, oh, yeah. obviously. So he's like, it's fucking cold. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Okay, yeah, all right. I mean, it doesn't look bad, but, like, I just... But we were we were missing the sweater. I get it, I get it, I get it. I sweater, yeah. Jer. Yeah. So she gets out, and she's, like, immediately starts, like, running to him, and she's like, Andy was telling the truth. Chucky's alive. She killed Eddie Caputo. And then she's, like, tells him about finding the batteries and tells him about the fireplace and all the things. And he's yeah. just like, good night, Mrs. Barclay. Ooh, that was cold. Starts to walk away. Like, ouch. Mother, like, said, go to the mental institute, ma'am. Oh, ma'am. So mom now, like, grabs him, and she shows him his arm with the bite mark. And he's like, what's that? And she's like, Chucky bit me. And he, like, rolls his eyes. Oof. And so she, like, starts to run away. And he's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm going to find Chucky. You sound nuts, ma'am. Question number six. What is her first idea? Where does she go? And where do you go to find Chucky? Get information. I, like, yeah, what's what's your first stop? I'm going to go to the mental institution where my son is. Because uh, I feel like, you know... Chucky's been talking my son's ear off for however many days. Um, so there may be some more information to be gleaned about, you know, what's what's Chucky's M.O. So I think we're both going to go ask my son, like, what's the deal with your dumb fucking doll? Uh, you know, which, how do I defeat him? How do I defeat him? <laughs> I like that plan. I'll give a bell for you. Yeah, like Thank let's you. gather some information from the one person who's been talking to him like the whole yeah. fucking time. Yeah. She says 
I bought the doll from a peddler outside my store where I work. I'm going to start there. Oh, okay. And Jerry is concerned because he's like, that's not a good place to be this time of night. But she's like, Mm. peace out, gets back in the taxi and leaves. And he's like, yeah, God damn it. So now Jerry has to follow mom. Okay. Cut to mom. And she's like, by, um, like, it's like wintry unhoused people because they, you know, in movies, especially in the 80s, where it's just like they have fires, barrels with yes. fire kind of thing. Yes. So I do. She's kind of like going through a bunch of people and looking around and asking different people. And then she sees him. And she goes up to him and she's like, remember I bought that doll from you yesterday? Like, where did you get it? And he's like, what are you going to give me if I tell you? And so she like pulls out her wallet and she's like, this is like offers like all their money. And she's like, this is all I have. And he's like, not enough. What else? (gasps) And she's like, no, that's all I have. And he's like, kind of like gets up close to her and like pushes her up against a car. And she's like, he's like, I don't know. I think, I think you got a lot. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. He's like all up on her. And then someone pulls him off. It's Jer. Hi, Jer. And he kicks him in the balls. I don't know how I'll ever be able to repay you. Ooh. (laughs) And then Jer kicks him in the balls and then pulls out his gun. And so everyone watching like runs away. And then he asks the guy about the doll. And the guy's like, look. I got him from a burned out toy store. And Jerry has concerned face. Oh, concerned face. Okay. And mom's like, what? Like, what's, what, what, what? And Jerry won't answer. She's like, what do you, what do you, what? And he's like, the place where he got the doll? Charles Lee Ray died there. Yeah. Eddie Caputo's partner. And he's like, it was struck by lightning. I was there. I killed him. Okay. And mom was okay. like, whoa. I mean, yeah. did, did, did Ray say anything before he died? And Jerry was like, yeah, he threatened to kill me and Eddie Caputo. Okay. Interesting. That's interesting. Uh, that's useful that Jerry, from Jerry's perspective, the building was struck by lightning because, like, he didn't see, like, Ray chanting at the doll like he that wasn't the part that he witnessed he just witnessed okay cool yeah that's good to like remember caught on fire yeah okay which is why he's like excuse me yeah ma'am ma'am so now he goes to takes her takes her drives her home so they're sitting outside her place in the car and he's like I'm sorry you didn't find out anything to help Andy tonight and she's like I did. I found out that Chucky is Charles Lee Ray. Um, I just don't know how he got in the doll. And Jerry's just like, good night. Uh, and, and she's like, do you want to come upstairs and question me? <laughs> then that's you. <laughs> question number six. <laughs> that's totally the voice of what's her face from... Um, the American, American Mary. Mary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my Betty Boop voice. So mom asks, where did Ray live? I can't do Where it. did he live? <laughs> and so Jerry gives her 
the address, but he's like, I already checked it. There's nothing there. And he's like, okay, good night. But like, she still won't get out of the car. He's like, she's like, Chucky killed Eddie and that leaves you. And so he gets out of his side of the car and goes around and opens up the door for her to get her out. (laughs) And she's like, I'm telling the truth. Like, you know, like, why don't you believe me or whatever, you know? And he's like, because I'm sane. I'm sane and rational. Whoa, sir. Ouch. She's like, I'll show you sane. Oh, my sanity's in my pants. You better check it. That doesn't even make sense. Why am I keeping sanity in my pants? (laughs) Keep a lot of things in the pants. Oh, yeah. So mom's like, okay, well, the first night we met, you said you didn't like loose ends. Well, now I'm a loose end, so you have to check it out. And he's like, for the last time, good night, (laughs) ma'am. And he drives off. Oh, shoot. Cut to Jerry going to the police station and getting Charles Lee Ray's file. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. He's like, motherfucker, you were right. Yeah. (sighs) Where are your pants? (laughs) So now he's in the car. He's driving. He puts a cigarette in his mouth but pushes the little lighter button in the Mm -hmm. thing um, in the car. And then we see... Back seat, Chucky slowly pop up behind him. Oh, dear. And then he puts a cord around Jerry's neck and starts choking him. He's like no! pulling him backwards and choking him. So the car Jerry? is like still driving this whole time. Like in some weird way, he's being pulled back so he can't reach the gas pedal. I guess he keeps his chair way back. So I guess so. Chucky's like, good night, asshole. And Jerry's like trying to drive. Um, but getting choked and question number seven, what do you do? What does he do? Uh, I am going to, can I reach, I'm going to slam. Ooh, yeah, I got this. I'm going to slam a lama ding dong on that emergency break so that, uh, Chucky doll is going to, for whatever reason, he can't reach the break. Like they kind of make a. A weird shot of the foot not being able to reach the brake. No, the emergency brake. That's it's next not that to kind of my car. Hand. It's a it's a benchy situation. Oh shit! Uh, like can old, he? Re- he's but his hands board. are on the wheel. Yeah, his hands can reach things. For some reason, his legs can't. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a suspension of disbelief. Okay. Situation. Uh, right. <laughs> well, all right. So I'm going to still use the laws of physics and centrifugal force. So rather than hitting the brake I can't reach, uh, I'm going to jerk the wheel so that like Chucky doll is like dislodged in a way and I can kind of get the, you know, do my thing, get the rope out from around my neck or whatever, buy myself some time, move my seat up a little bit so I can reach the brake pedal. Uh... I think, uh, let's do that hand in hand. Point for you. Um, Thank you. Sounds like a good plan. Um, he pulls out the lighter that he had started to catch on 
and to make hot and then burns Chucky's face. Nice. Okay. Got it. So Chucky's like, owies, and lets him go. Okay. And so the car is still fucking flying through town, like goes over a sidewalk and like hits a mailbox. Okay. So now Jerry's still driving. I don't understand why, why we're not stopping ever, but yeah, the knife, but also, but also now we just learned that for whatever reason, this plastic doll does in fact have like nerve endings, like things hurt it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And at this point though, a knife pokes through the seat from behind him, like next, but next to him. Yeah. And so now he's like driving and things are poking and he's like wow and then one comes up right between his legs through the bottom of the seat and so now he's like up in the air like he's like and so they're just hitting things and chucky's laughing and and then but also na- what is this car why and then is now he able Chucky's, to get under the seat Chucky gets under the seat where he's like up front now and like um like uh like like jerry's trying to hit the brake but like Chucky goes and holds down the gas pedal all the way. So now they're like flying through the streets and like under tunnels. And then he finally like hits something and it like makes the car kind of go sideways and then flip over and it lands on its roof. Okay. So Jerry wakes up and he's hurt, but he's awake. And then Chucky pops up and he's like, hi, Mikey. Oh God. And then he, stabs into the metal like right next to Jerry's head and runs away but Jerry pulls out his gun and starts shooting at him but it's like through like the broken glass and stuff like we're still upside down in the car pretty much and and Chucky's kind of running around the car a little bit and laughing and he's like can't hurt me and then we hear like his little steps like just like all around and up on top and stuff like that and he's laughing and then Jerry's shooting it's a whole thing so it sounds like it. It sounds like a whole big shebang. It over is. Here. And then it's quiet. Uh-oh. And then we see a little hand come up behind Jerry. And then Chucky grabs the knife next to Jerry's head and then runs around to the front. And at that moment, Chucky runs straight at Jerry with the knife. And he's like, Rawr! question number eight. What do you do? What does Jerry do? It's still a doll, right? And I'm a grown man. Yes? I, it appears so. I'm just going to go flick. No, I'm just kidding. I guess, okay. He. So I'm upside down? Yeah, kind of sideways-ish. Am I seat belted? I don't know. It's the 80s. Do I have a gun? Yeah, you've been shooting. I've been shooting. I'm going to let that little bitch run right at me. Come closer. Come closer, little bitch. And I'm going to shoot that fucking piece of plastic right through the goddamn head. Uh, And I think we're going to do that hand in hand. Yes! Correct. You shoot that motherfucker. Yeah. He shoots him more like in the stomach or something. I don't know. Not in the head, but whatever. He shoots okay. him and Chucky flies back onto the ground and then gets up and runs away. What the fuck? You little bitch. I guess I got more information now, though. Okay. Cut to daytime. 
mom is like in an apartment building giving some guy money. I assume it's like the landlord of like Charles Lee Ray's apartment pretty much. Oh, okay. All right. So we go inside and there's like murals everywhere, like painted and like mannequins and different things. And it's like very like worshipy gods and like maybe like voodoo-y kind of stuff everywhere. Okay. And it's like written on there like on the wall. Oh, thank you, mighty Dambala for life after death. Who Dambala? I don't know. I'll have Who that? I'll have to postmortem it for you. Yeah. So she's just like looking and then slowly we see behind her like a shadow of a person walking up behind her. Uh-oh. Shadows can be distorted. It might be a little doll that looks like person. And then we hear Karen, mom, and she jumps and turns around. It's Jer. Hi, Jer. Hi, Jer. Hi, Jer. Good old Jer. He tells her last night he pulled Ray's file and found out that his nickname was Chucky. Sure. Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. And that Chucky Paul's name was Charles as well. Oh, there we go. And then yep. he spent a lot of time with this man. And they show a picture, this man named John. And John looks a lot like the guy kind of being worshipped in the mural. Okay. <clears throat> like Dumbala? I don't know. Or Okay. I don't know if he's being worshipped, but he's leading. He's there. He's leading the thing. I don't know. He's there. Okay. His, his right. face is on the fucking wall. Got it. He's he, in the mix. He seems whatever this he is. He seems priestly. Got it. Or something. Sure. And Jerry's like, we need to find him before Chucky does. Obvi. Obvi. Cut to that man, John, making tea. Sure. Just making a little cup of tea. And then we hear in the background, hello, John. Hello. He starts looking around and he's like, and we hear over here. Chucky is standing on the counter by the window. John drops his tea, shatters, obviously. Right. It's very sure. surprised. And Chucky's like, hey, it's me, Chucky. What do you think? The gree-gree worked. Gree-gree. Ooh, I know what gree-gree is. What is That it? is voodoo. Yeah. That's some voodoo shit. Voodoo. Yeah. I'll post mm-hmm. more more about it, too. Yeah. And, uh. You know, basically he was saying, like, at first I thought, like, he's, like, basically learned all about the stuff to to beat death from this guy. But he's, like, there's only one problem. And Chucky points to the bullet wound. And he's, like, I thought no one could hurt me. But last night I got shot and it hurt like a son of a bitch and even bled. So, like, why is that? Right. And John tells him that you're turning human. (gasps) The more time you spend in that body, the more human you become. Good. Good. Human up, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Because you know what happens to humans? They die, bitch. So Chucky's pissed because he's like, you mean I need to live like the rest of my fucking life in this body? And so he wants John to help him. And John won't because John says that you are an abomination. You are an Mm -hmm. outrage against nature. You perverted everything I taught you and used it for evil. You have to be stopped. Yeah, fuck you. Question number nine. What does he, John do and what do you do? 
Okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to take off his head, burn it, take off his arm, burn it, take off his other arm, burn it. I'm going to burn all pieces of him in different fireplaces and throw them into different places in the ocean. Uh, I'm going to really make sure he has no body to become humanized. How are you taking Uh, these limbs off? I, because he's still, I think I can rip. I think I can no. rip. Why? Is that a Barbie? Why? He's like a big doll. People are carrying him by his fucking hands all the time, winging him around. Well, then I'm going to hack it. I'm going to hack it off. I'm going to hack him into Fair. pieces. Fair. Yeah. I'm going to do some hacky hacks uh, and burn it and drown it. Uh, what is this guy going to do? Maybe this guy is going to try to, like, use a spell to, like, extract the soul from the doll. He's going to use his spell work, and I'm going to use my machete work. With your friend from the Citizen app? Yes, exactly. Point for you. We need to get rid of this doll. Get rid of the doll. Take him apart. What does he do? He goes, I, I would also agree with like, I don't know, use your voodoo. Like, yeah, use the voodoo that you do. Do something. He goes into the other room where there's candles and everything around and picks up the phone. Sir, sir, you have a murderous doll in your midst. Deal with it. It's emergency time, sir. Picks up the phone. But Chucky came prepared of course he he does a fucking voodoo doll of john well where the fuck did he get this i guess john had one for whatever reason because he's like you shouldn't tell your clients where you hide these things also don't have a voodoo doll of yourself dummy i mean maybe you can do good things with it fuck this guy get him out of here he's he's gumming up the works get him out of here I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this fucking guy who doesn't hack up dolls and has voodoo dolls of himself. He's inviting he's inviting himself to be voodooed. <laughs> wow, okay. It's just you know, it's like you're so I don't loving, have time. So heartless at the same time. It's really <laughs> wonderful to watch. Yeah, so well. <laughs> John um, is like, give me that. And Chucky's like, sure. How do you want it? Broken leg? And then he just bends the leg like forward. And then like literally his leg just bends in half. And so he falls Ow. on the ground. And then. Um, and John like, still won't tell him. So then he breaks his arm. And then Chucky pulls out a, kni- a knife holding it to the voodoo doll. And he's like, tell me or you die. So John says. You have to transfer your soul out of the doll into the first human being you revealed your true self to. <gasps> Which is the little baby. Oh, no. Now we got to throw the kid in the trash. So Jackie laughs and he's like, I'm going to be six years old again. Oh, no. Got to throw that baby in the trash. And he's like, well, it's been fun. Got to go. And then he stabs the voodoo doll. Oh, sure, sure. Cut to sirens. Sirens. 
Sirens. Sirens. Cut to sirens. Yeah. Sirens. Yeah. Uh, Mom and and Jerry are in the car with the sirens and they pull up to John's house and like run inside and they find like his barely alive body. And he's like, must save the boy, must get his soul into him like he got into the doll, must stop him before he can say the chant. You need to kill him before he can say the chant. And mom is like, how? And John says, the heart. His heart is almost human. It's the only way. And then he dies. Okay. Well, thank you, John. Now out of our way. Really? I mean, he was very important, actually. He didn't really gum up the works. He really kind of of gave you all the best information. No, 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 no. He gummed up my works because I already knew that I needed to destroy the doll. Remember my whole, my machete friend and I are going to hack it apart? I didn't need John to tell me that. Well, just wait. Okay. So Andy is now in the mental hospital in his yeah. own room with really nothing in it but like a bed. God, poor little six-year-old child. I know. And <laughs> the windows have bars on them, but then are just open. Uh, what? Also, That's... winter question mark? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, suspension of disbelief again? It's very Do open. I need to... Do I need to suspend myself again? Okay. You really do. You really I'm do. Suspend, I'm suspended from the ceiling. I'm just, just swinging. a square hole cut in your wall to the outside, but with bars on, on it, you know, so you can't get sure. in or out. But Sure. But just. But I can freeze to death. Open in air. In winter. Got it. <clears throat> anyway, he hears, hears noises from outside and he looks out the window and like, on the street, he sees Chucky starting to climb up the steps. And it's like an outdoor stairwell from the building. I don't know. <laughs> I'm suspended. <laughs> he runs to the door. The door has a similar situation where it has like a little square at the top. that It's basically face-sized square that's, sure. again, open but with just some bars. Okay. Yeah. And so he runs and he's like, help me, help me. Chucky's here. And then he goes and looks outside the window again. And Chucky's now like getting higher towards him. And he's like, help me. And it's just like a little doll, like, like climbing the stairs. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, help me. He's coming to kill me. And then he like moves a chair up against the door so he can, like, stand on the chair to look out the window. And the doctor pokes his head in the window and is like, I don't see anybody. And Andy's like, he's here. He's coming to kill me. And the doctor walks away. And then... This child is sick, doctor! (laughs) cries. And, like, does that slow slide down the wall? He's six! And he's like, he's coming to kill me. Please... Don't leave me. <laughs> he's like crying and he's like, please don't leave me. Oh my God. Listen, <gasps> I stand by that this child should be a cat, but it is in fact a child yeah. and you are being mean. <laughs> Very sad. Wonderful performance by this young child. Cause I was like, 
my heart is broken. Like he was so sad too. (laughs) That's really upsetting. Oh my god! Oscar to this child. He's going to kill me. Please don't leave me. Oh my god! That's too big of an idea for a little six-year-old. I know. Anyway, he's got to figure it out on his own. So, question number ten. What's he going to do? What do you do? So I think he, well, okay. So Andy doesn't know that Chucky is trying to get to him to jump into him, like to, you know, possess him. No, he thinks he's coming to kill him. Yeah. Kill him. Okay. Which technically it's the same. Yeah. What the fuck is a six-year-old going to do? Uh, I think I got to get a grown-up in here. So I'm going to, even though the doctor walked away, I'm going to sound some sort of, you know, alarm. Like I have, I, I just threw up or I have to pee or come help me or something. Like I'm just going to scream for help until an adult comes in, I think. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. What does this little abandoned six-year-old do? Does he have bed sheets? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he see and and there's stairs on the side of the building, and basically what we're to believe is that Chucky is going to climb in the window. We would assume so, since um, there is no window. Right. Uh. I don't know. I think the kid just hides under the hides under the bed or something. Cause he's he's six. He's an idiot. Through no fault of his own. That's one half point for him. Okay. Okay. Why can't I call an adult in? Uh, oh, because see. Chucky will possess it. Okay. Um, you'll see what the adults do in a moment to you. Shit. So. Okay. Especially if you were freaking out. Mm. So Chucky now um, gets to another openly barred window and looks in. It happens to be like an office and there's like a guy sitting doing work or whatever. And of course, right directly on the wall is a big sign that says Barclay number seven, like Mm. room seven. Okay. And there's also keys on the fucking table right next to this guy very convenient convenient yeah great so um he goes on in and grabs the keys and then goes and unlocks number seven wow this is just working out great for him drops the keys right ahead of him is the bed and it's kind of like andy's like balled up like under the blanket Mm -hmm. so he just sees like a mountain um (laughs) Sure. And uh, Chucky's like, ha ha, and he pulls out his knife and then he gets on top of the bed and pulls down the blanket and then he has shocked face. Cut to Andy crawling out from under the bed where he was hiding and he grabs the keys, runs into the hallway, opens some other door in the hallway to like get through, I guess. Sure. And a doctor yeah. kind of sees him and is like, stop him, stop him. 
um, Chucky goes back outside, like through the window, and is just walking through the window pane while right. The, just he's just free, free rain. He's just free suspended rain. outside of the windows in disbelief. Got it. Um, and um, Andy ends up going into another room to hide, and it seems like it's the like a like a surgery kind of room. There's a table around and like okay shit like that i'm concerned about what surgery is happening at a child's mental ward but continue well i'll tell you exactly what kind in just one moment so okay he's like hiding and then like the bright light turns on like above him and chucky jumps on him and he falls and like knocks over one of those little tables that has all like the surgery utensils on it Mm-hmm. And so Chucky like rolls away. Andy grabs a scalpel and then just starts like backing up like towards a corner. But like <laughs> there's a couple things behind him, like the things that you would hold the the stuff, like kind of just wheelie things like behind yeah, him, yeah, yeah. you know, that are in hospitals. And so it's like he kind of like hits one and it like pushes away and then like keeps backing up and then like kind of hits the other and just falls into the corner (laughs) and it was very cute (laughs) little idiot so cute (laughs) like he was just like and then just like slow falls into the corner (laughs) what a cute little dummy (laughs) then a hand grabs him a human hand it's the doctor he picks him up and he like shakes the scalpel out of his hand and he sits him on the table and Andy's like struggling and the doctor's like, it's okay. I'll protect you. It's okay. Nobody's here. But he's, Andy's like going crazy and the doctor's trying to like needle him with something. Oh dear. To calm him down. Cause yeah. Andy's all like struggle McGee. And so Chucky now, a little Chucky hand picks up the scalpel and Andy's Shit. like, listen to me, listen to me. And he's struggling. POV looking at the doctor's legs stab in the back of his leg ow doctor falls on the ground chucky puts the fucking electric fucking machine what's that called the the electroshock therapy machine on the doctor's head oh my and andy's like stop stop and chucky laughs and then turns it on and the doctor like burns and burns and burns to like his face turns black and then his eyes start to bleed and his mouth starts to bleed like until he dies no thank you no thank you like i don't want that like like the electric chair killed him basically yeah can you believe that was like a treatment i mean i think it actually still is a treatment technically yeah but not as not as given away freely i think yeah that's I don't know if it's creepy. Still I'll post more to it. Well, I, I I remember Eric telling me that he had an ex girlfriend whose dad went cuckoo bananas, and he got electroshock therapied. Yeah. So at um, least Princess Leia, recently, uh, what's her name? Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher got it. She talks about it in her book. God, that's so scary. Yeah, but she like it was like helpful for her. Yeah, I I mean yeah. I think there is science to back it up but it's like Terrifying. very much like a last resort yeah yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. her book's really good I feel like you would like it it's called wishful drinking Ooh, that I sounds might, great I need a new book I, I finished might all my books. have it actually but yeah 
Very good. Because um, she does talk about mental health stuff a lot. Yeah. But um, cut to later. We're in the hallway. And there's police people around. And mom and Jerry come in. Mustache is there waiting for them. And he's like, let me talk to you alone, Jer. Yeah. So he talks about how he's like, he electroshocked him to death and then he escaped. And right. Jerry's like, where? And Mustache is like, I don't know, but I bet she does talking about mom. Okay. And they still think it's the kid that did it. Right. Okay. So mom is like in the hallway, like talking to a little girl that's sitting there. So now mom and Jerry kind of get together and Jerry's like, um, Chucky seen Chucky. I don't know what the fuck that says. Um, <laughs> it literally Chucky says, seen Chucky. Chucky seen Chucky question mark. Must who's Chucky. <laughs> it just seems like I wrote Chucky over and over again. With my, 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 say that, say that <laughs> sentence again, please. Chucky seen Chucky question mark. Must who's Chucky. Like must who's Chucky. <laughs> okay. Great. Oh, this is still Jerry and Mustache talking. Oh, That's so why. must seen Chucky? Maybe okay. Must is must 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 is short must, for mustache. Mustache, got it. Yep, I must seen mustache has seen Chucky. Okay, so taking it back. <laughs> yeah, they talk about mom and glance over as she's talking to a little girl. Okay. Back to them talking. Jerry's like, have you seen, has someone seen Chucky? And Mustache is like, who the fuck is Chucky? And Jerry's like, the kid's doll, the one from at the station. And the Mustache is like, no, what do I know about a doll? Right. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Now Jerry and mom got together. Okay. And Jerry tells her that they think Andy did it. And mom is like, well, the little girl said that Chucky was here and looking for Andy. Okay. So Jerry's like, where would Andy go? Question 11. Uh, Where would he go and where do you go? Where would Andy go? Andy would go... To, I feel like he would go home. I feel like Andy went home. Um, I am going to go. To the toy store. Here I go. <laughs> What's your purpose of going there? I'll, I'm going to think about it on my walk <laughs> there. <laughs> Point for Andy. <laughs> he goes to the toy store? I'm oh, not... no, he goes home. <laughs> he goes home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're doing at the toy store. I, uh, yeah. Uh, she says, he'd go home. I always told him to go there if he was in trouble. Okay. So now I should have just gone home. I don't know why I'm going to the toy store. I, I just felt it felt too obvious. I was like, let me try to change it up. I'll go to the toy store. You know but we should have just both gone home. That good guy doll was a lemon. 
I'm gonna yeah. go get me a new one. I'm gonna go get a new one. I'm yeah. over this Chucky. I need I need a little Excuse Oliver. Me. What is your return policy <laughs> for this doll? <laughs> so cut to Andy slamming the front door shut at home and locking it. And then he like moves a bench against the door and puts a sled on top. Cut to an old couple in the elevator going up. And the lady's like, oh, a little child must have left their doll in the corner there. Oh, no. The guy's like, oh, leave it there. I'm sure they'll come back for it. So they get off the elevator and the lady looks back and she's like, ugly doll. And then the elevator keeps going up and we just hear, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. So now he is an ugly little fucking doll. Yes. You should see him now. In this moment. Yeah, he's ugly as fuck. Oh, is he all, like, beat up? Oh, yeah, Yeah. because he's been, like, shot and shit. Yeah. Okay. And he's got, like, mean face on. He's got scrunched mean face. So Andy goes into his bedroom and hides in the closet. And he has a pile of toys in there. And so he digs through, and there's, like, a little baseball bat. Again, it's the size of the child size hammer, but it's a bat. Okay. Okay, so it's just it's just all regular, t- like, not toy things that are just made toy size. And yeah. then the 80s said, this is a toy now. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I had a bat like this when I was growing up. Fair enough. I mean, enough. I had a lots bat. of bats. I mean, I played softball, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, my, my dad gave me a kid-sized saw. Exactly. So. What am I talking about? Who are we about? to judge? Yeah. <laughs> so cut to... Uh, Chucky is now climbing down through the chimney. Oh, shit. How'd you get up there, motherfucker? He's suspended himself. Suspension of disbelief. (laughs) And so he uh, is now looking around the house. And Andy's, like, waiting behind a door with the bat. And then Chucky's walking down the hallway with his knife. Andy's behind the door in his mom's room. And then Chucky's like looking at Andy's room down the hallway. And then Chucky all of a sudden is like, surprise, and is like right in front of Andy. Andy hits him and then runs into the bathroom and like circles back around to the hallway. Chucky's following him with the knife. Andy runs into the kitchen (laughs) and slow falls for a second. And then (laughs) it's because his center of gravity is like so close to the floor already because he's so so little that he's so, he literally was just like, whoop. very cute not even sure if that was like a happy accident or if he was like supposed to fall there but it was very cute oh and you love kids falling i (laughs) you love it there are a few things that i like more than kids falling i mean yeah people in general falling they don't have to i mean honestly you don't like much but (laughs) kids falling is right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> That's going to be, what was the thing you posted on Twitter? Where it was like, what's the oh, thing? How that, to summon how you? How to summon you? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be like, put on 90 Day Fiance or Love Island. Yeah. Make and then a kid push a kid fall. over. <laughs> <laughs> and then scream about alarms. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Here Perfect. I am. <laughs> no, what it'll have to be is like, we set an alarm that goes off and you have to come to the circle to turn it off that is how you summon me to fucking murder some people that's what it is so we turn on 90 day fiance i get a kid 
I push him over, <laughs> and then I set an alarm, and I wait. <laughs> She'll be here soon. Don't you worry. Yeah. That's when you're, you're, like, <laughs> you're straight summoning a demon. To yeah. Come. yeah. Demon Kim. Demon. For sure. <laughs> so uh, then he, Andy goes into the living room and he's like looking around, walking backwards again. <sighs> Chucky's behind him now. And he's like, batter up. And Chucky now um, has the bat and hits Andy on the back of his head. And Andy passes out. Wait. This movie hits a child on the back of the head. Oh, yeah. He passes out. My God. Okay. <laughs> He's the lead. Number one on the yeah. call sheet. I, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so I loved it. I was here for it. I was like, ha Amazing. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> one third of me being summoned. <laughs> I prefer falling. Falling. Yeah. Being attacked by dogs is also hilarious. <laughs> Not like attacked, attacked. Just like a loving attack. Play, playful attack. Playful attacks. Yeah, I got it. Playful hits to the head with a bat. <laughs> yes, that actually is funny. Yeah. It depends on the intent. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, what's the intent? Sure, sure. sure. Cut to a cop car pulls up out front. Mom and Jer are fucking running the building. But inside the apartment... Chucky is holding Andy's body and starts chanting. Oh, shit. Mom and Jerry are now running up the fucking stairs. Chucky's inside fucking doing Santeria. And then thunder and lightning clouds <gasps> start to brewing. Like, Ooh. I've seen this before. And it's like them running, him chanting, them running, him chanting. Mom and Jerry try to get in, but the fucking bench and sled and shit. And so they're oh, yelling. the door. And then Chucky keeps chanting. They finally break down the door. They run inside. Mom picks up Chucky and he bites her neck. So she throws him across the room. Yeah. Chucky gets up and grabs his knife and then cuts Jerry's leg. Ow. He falls. Like where? Like where does he like cut him? Like his Achilles? Hard or like the back of his knee? He was very hurt by this. So mm. we'll go Achilles. Yeah. He's very hurt. He falls, but he now pulls out, he's got his own gun, and then he pulls out his backup gun from his sock, you know. Ooh, he's got a sock gun. The old sock gun, and he hands that over to mom, and he's like. Ooh, this is some pretty hot foreplay. So now Andy's kind of waking up, and Jerry goes looking for Chucky with the gun. He's like limping. He goes into mom's bedroom, nothing, but he kind of like limpily kneels down to look under the bed, mm-hmm. POV behind him from the bathroom. Chucky screams and hits him in like the gut with Ow. the bat and then in the head and Jerry passes out. Shit. This doll means business. In that moment, he passes out. Chucky's standing above him. He lifts the bat and screams like he's going to hit him. And then mom shoots Chucky. And he like falls back, but then he gets back up and she tries to shoot again, but like can't. And he's oh, like, fuck. he's like, what's wrong? The gun jammed. <laughs> and so oh, fuck you. he screams and runs at her. So she runs out into the living room and like 
trips and falls in the living room and then he dives on her and he's like attacking her in the living room. Question 12, what does she do? What do you do? I am going to... I So I have a gun that's jammed. Yes. He's got a bat. I'm in the living room. Um... I am going to light a fire somehow with my every strike match, forever strike match, always strike match. What the fuck? Easy um, strike. Easy Lucky strike. strike. Something, like, something like that. Uh, I'm going to maneuver my way over to the fireplace and I'm going to light a fire and then I'm going to r- roll Chucky into it. You know, when people are like fighting and they like, Roll. Well, I was about to make another Princess Bride reference, but you don't know that one. <laughs> I just uh, don't recall. Wesley, like, rolls one of the ROTSs into the fire, into one of the fire things. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to Wesley it. And I think she does as well. She somehow sets this bitch on fire. I remember the fireplace. Good job, my love. Thank you. So the fireplace has like a big grate in front of it. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So they like, you can move it back and forth, you know, but just to like cover it. So my hearth room had one. (laughs) So she throws him kind of same way like I don't actually know I'm making that up she throws him into the fireplace sure but then has to like cover him so she's Ooh, mostly just yeah. holding him in there with the cover mm-hmm. but he is struggling like uh, uh, the most insane thing you can imagine like okay going crazy like he's literally just like ah, 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 oh my god and so extra so extra so now Andy's kind of on like the other side of the couch. Like he's awake now and like watching. So mom's like holding the fucking grate like with her back and trying to like reach up on the mantle to grab where the matches are at. That thing yeah. falls on the ground and she can't get it. She's trying to reach for it. And she's like, Andy, help the matches. And mom like turns the gas on. Andy comes up and grabs the match and lights it on the wall. And then Chucky stops all of a sudden. And he's like, Andy, no, please. (gasps) We're friends to the end, remember? No. No. And then Andy says, this is the end, friend. (gasps) Look at you, Andy. Drops in the match. Nice work, child. Chucky now, like, catches on fire, completely on fire, screaming like crazy. They have to back away. So now he kind of like comes out from the fireplace, but is like fully aflamed. Oh, shit. Screaming. He like jumps on the couch, falls on the floor, screaming like, ah, and then it slowly gets like quieter and quieter until he's just like a melty, crispy black, like fully like blackened. Yeah. Plastic, melty pile. So mom hugs Andy And then from the other room, Jerry is like, Karen, Andy, are you allergic? 
alive? Oh, are you all right? All right. Okay. <laughs> um, question I number- love that we're we're listening to a horror movie, and it's a word that spells that starts with A L, and you say allergic. It really looks like allergic. <laughs> question number who? Yes. Question number thirteen. What do you do? What does she do? What does mom do? Yes. Uh, I'm not done with this little melted motherfucker. I am going to pick him up with a shovel and continue to destroy it more. Uh, throw it in the ocean. Um, and I think sh- mom runs. You're in- really all about putting him in the ocean. I am. You know, you are in Chicago, correct? I'm going to throw So in there a big lake there. And they're big. Yeah. Don't we hang out there? I'm going to throw them in that shit. Not the ocean, but sure. Yeah. I'm going to throw them in that that big thing. Uh, and I think she's like, yay, he's dead. And walks into the other room with a, without throwing him in the ocean. You got to take care of that bitch. The, yep. Take care gotta of that throw bitch. him in the Chicago ocean. You got to figure out some way to fucking take this motherfucker out. Yep. Yep. Don't it's a stab forever kind of situation. It's a stab forever serious situation. Mm-hmm. And don't leave that haunted motherfucker in the room by your, by itself. No. So mom carries Andy into her bedroom where Jerry is. He's like bleeding and not doing well. And mom tells Andy, um, go get the first aid kit under the kitchen sink. And she tells Jerry that Chucky's dead. Andy's like getting the first aid kit and he walks back by the living room. The spot where Chucky is, there's no Chucky. Yup. This is what happens when you don't throw haunted dolls in the Chicago ocean. Exactly. It's just like little bits of burnt toast. Yeah. Crumpled on the floor. Delicious. So (laughs) great for your breath. Yeah. Andy drops the kit. And is like so fucking terrified that he just gets really quiet. Oh. So he's just like, Mom, Chucky's gone. Oh. And mom from the other room is like, hurry up. And Andy kind of like moves towards like the hallway now. But then in the hallway, Chucky sticks his leg out and Andy trips. Oh, this kid cannot stay on his feet. And now Chucky, who's just like a melted, crispy, crackling, melted face with one eyeball with a knife is standing in front of him like, hello, Andy. And he like lifts up his knife and Andy just like slowly backs up and like crab walks slowly away and is like, mommy, mommy. And then he's like. Mommy! And runs into the bedroom where they are. And um, mom, like, shuts the door and, like, but, like, Chucky kind of got, like, a hand in. So she's, like, struggling to hold the door shut. Chucky's, like, struggling to get in. And Chucky's, like, give me the boy and I'll let you live. Mom's, like, holding the door and, like, suddenly he takes his hand out and she slams it. And so he's, like, gone. So she immediately runs to the bathroom door. And Smart. pulls that close and has to hold the handle to keep it closed. Like she's, it's a pull towards her yeah. situation. He's pulling on it. They're struggling. 
then all of a sudden a knife goes through the door and cuts her hand. Shit. The door opens. Chucky like screams at them. She screams. And then um, she slams the door shut again and she's holding it. And now the knife just keeps poking through the door and she's like, um, like holding it with like her face against it. You know what I mean? And the knife keeps poking like closer and closer and closer to her face through the door. And then all of a sudden, um, he like stops and then like runs back around to the bedroom door and gets in the room. So now mom and Andy run through the bathroom out to the hallway and they're running down the hallway Chucky's behind them and he's like, give me the boy. Question number 14. What does she do? What is, what do you do? I'm going to give him the kid. Here you go. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to stay alive. Trying to stay alive. There you go. Uh, What does she do? I think she is like, take me instead. Possess me instead. Let my kid live. You're really giving Andy away? Uh, I'm trying to stay alive. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to stay alive. I'm going to give you zero points. You bitch. Um... Oh, is it because, like, emotionally I'll be dead? I think you'd die. Yeah, you'd die. Also, yeah. Andy'd probably kill you afterwards once he's Chucky. That's true. It'd get real complicated. But I think emotionally, yeah. I don't yeah. think most people are done with giving their kid away to death. Honestly, I'm not either. I was just trying to be sassy. And it bit me in the butt. Are you? You've, you've been pretty down to get rid of this kid since... Day one. I know. I know. It's really, it's really come back to get me. Mom stops and turns and shoots Chucky. <gasps> but she, she keeps walking. Ah, so shit. she shoots him again. His head flies off of his body and like rolls onto the floor. Now the body keeps walking. Oh, for God's sake. She shoots him again. His arm flies off. Still walking. She shoots him again. His fucking leg flies off. So now the body like falls over. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But is like still moving. Like can't really walk, but is still like one armed, one arm, one armed, one leg moving. Okay. And so now mom and Andy like slowly walk closer And then she shoots again and again until the gun clicks. There's no more bullets. But she kind of just keeps like click, 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 click at him. And we hear someone say, what the hell's going on? She lifts the gun and turns its mustache. And he's like, hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, (laughs) That was a really good 80s Chicago (laughs) detective, right? Hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. It's very mustache. It's yeah, it's very totally who he is. Yeah. And Jerry then from the other room calls for mustache. So they go mustache! all into <laughs> they all go into mom's bedroom. <laughs> mustache is like, shit, he's hurt. He calls for an ambulance. They're gonna be here in ten minutes. And he's like, Mustache is like, tell me what happened. And Jerry's like, the kid was right. The doll's alive. He almost got all three of us. Mustache doesn't believe him. 
And he's like, check out in the hallway. He's in pieces. Again, don't know how Jerry knows this since he's been sitting in the bedroom the whole time. But whatever. Sure. Fine, 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 fine. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he's just suspending. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, um, check out the pieces in the hallway. He's like, but don't touch it. Don't right. touch one part of it. And mustache is like, okay, take it easy. And he looks out at all the parts in the hallway and then he fucking like pokes at the head. Nothing happened. He told you not to touch it. But it's like clearly like plastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then he picks it up and kind of throws it around. And he like laughs and he brings it into the bedroom. And Andy looks it. at him. And he's like scared. And mustache is like, okay, take a look. No way that this thing's alive. And Jerry's like, I told you not to touch it. And mustache laughs. And he's like bouncing it around and he's like, it's dead. It's dead as they come. Bam. He mustache was up against the wall. There was a grate behind him of like heat or air conditioning or something. And the yeah. fucking one arm, one leg, no head body grabs his neck and holds on to him now and starts trying to choke him. What mustache the fuck? is struggling and like running around the Chucky voice from the head is like screaming, kill him, kill him, strangle him. Don't let go. <laughs> the head is talking to its own body. Yes. Then the head falls on the ground and like rolls against the window. And now John is like holding up a gun, but mustache is like, ah, like moving all around. So it's like hard to, you know, shoot. So then mom fucking gets up, rips Chucky's one arm, one leg body off of him and throws it against the wall next to the head. Right. Chucky's arm is still moving. And then the head, like the one eye is blinking and the arm <laughs> fucking reaches to the curtains and like pulls itself up and stands up. And the head is like, kill them, kill them all. Ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> what is happening? Question number 15. What do you do and what do they do? Uh, I, uh, I, I am going to, I, I, I am, go okay, I am going to hack it up into little pieces. I am going to chop, 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 like carrots in a stew. And then I'm going to throw it into the Chicago ocean again. Uh, what do they do? Other than chop it to pieces. So it's like it's what it's one armed and one legged pulling itself up. Yeah. Now it's standing. Uh, where's the head <laughs> next to it on the ground? Talking to it, egging it on. Okay. I think I'm going to take, I'm going to buy myself some time. I'm going to real qu quick run to the kitchen. One of, one of us is going to run to the kitchen. I'm going to grab two knives and I am going there. She, oh, sorry. I threw it in the, I chopped it up like a chef, threw it in the ocean. They are going to stab it into the ground and the wall. So it's like, can't move. And then we can figure out what to do from there. That's, those are my two things. That's a point for you because you will inadvertently do what needs to be done. Which is chippity choppity chop. And that is mom says the heart. Shoot him oh. in the heart. Because the heart was humany. 
And that's how John starts to defeat him. So Jerry aims and fires and he shoots clearly in the heart because then blood spurts out. Okay. And the Chucky, and then the head screams, the body falls back and slowly stops moving. And then the head is just like, hi, I'm Chucky. You want to play? Powered down. Powered down and dies. Mustaches freaked out. Yeah. And Jerry's like, you believe me now? Mustache is like, yeah, but who's going to believe me? <laughs> I don't know, Mustache. I don't know. Then there are sirens outside, and they all help. Um, mustache and Mom now help Jerry up, and they kind of carry him down the hall. And he just stares, like, stands there and, like, stares at Chucky. And so Mom comes back in and gets him, and she's like, come on, we're going to go to the hospital with Jerry. And so she kind of like walks him out, but she's like pulling him along and he's still like just like looking back. So she like turns off the light and mom like closes the door as she's closing. It, it's like freeze frame on like Andy's face, just like staring in through it at back at Chucky. The end. This is what happens when you buy your kids the toys they want. <laughs> This is an educational piece. It is. Uh, well, that was child's play. Wow. Fuck. Wasn't that Yet fun? another cautionary tale to <laughs> not have kids and have cats instead. Cautionary tale indeed. Yep. How'd I do? Count my points. Find out. Count my points. Should really come up with a theme song for the point counting. I'll write one. I'll write one right now. This is my point counting song. This is my point counting song. I'm counting my points to stay alive. This is my point counting song. Watch out, Taylor Swift. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Did you hear my point counting song? It was beautiful. Your voice is very pretty. Oh, thank you. Okay. Here are your points. I'm prepared for failure. Dead or alive. You got two out of nine. Wowzers. Wowzers. Wow. The flip in our scenarios is... Wonderful. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. On my wow. end. Wow. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, the questions out of 30, you got 19 and a half. Yeah. For a total out of 39 points, you got 21.5. Oof. Wow. I Not am really best. crawling down the hallway with one, one arm, arm and one, one leg. leg headless right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For you're, sure. Uh, you're struggling. 
For sure. For sure. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got to see Child's Play. Isn't that fun? I'm so excited. That actually sounds a lot scarier than, like, what I thought it was. Like, I feel like just um, having not seen it, it looks very silly. Like, I'm just like, I'm not scared of this doll. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. it actually kind of sounds like it is He's pretty scary. Than- yeah. Because he's, yeah. like really mean and aggressive and like his face gets all angry and then, yeah like he just won't fucking die either right so, like yeah I could see it being very very scary no it it definitely so- it definitely sounds when you tell it it sounds scary it seemed very silly to me just yeah I mean when we look having- at it it's still very like 80s looking you know what I mean but like yeah yeah I'm so excited. Thanks for telling me Child's Play. You're welcome. That was very fun. I really appreciate it. Um, I guess that's it, Sammies. Um, Follow us on uh, KK Sam Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And we're recording all of these episodes. So if you want to see us with your eyeballs as well as hear us with your earballs, come on over to Patreon. She means we're recording the video. We always record oh, yeah, the, the audio. That's pretty much what this is. It's a recording. You know. Yeah. You you've heard it. Uh, and for our but patrons, come on over to we're gonna have a little upgrade in the video situation very soon too. Oh, so yeah. we're working on yes. that. Um, thank you so much for your support. You help us so much. Um, if yeah. anyone else wants to support us, please check out our Patreon or buy some merch. We have more fun stuff coming there too. Yeah, you guys, Kim made some really really cool sleek. Um, new designs. You should go look at our merch. Stuff. And then um, if, you know, the old rate review and subscribe situation, just so more people learn about our, our little old pod. Yeah. And maybe tell five friends about us. Really appreciate your support. And yeah. um, this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So, so until, until next, next week, week stay, stay alive. alive. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ghosted me. I'm I'm done. done.